This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. You will find the features are free there and lots of features, including listening options, Shrine of Female Listeners, the archives, Head on over there. Enjoy it all on the house at freetalklive.com. Joining you in the studio tonight, it is Ian. And Sam. And Mark. Sam is uh, joining us from obscuredtruth.com. And as usual, there's a lot to discuss here tonight. Change is in the air, everybody. Uh, Washington, D.C., Barack Obama elected to change, (laughs) change, change. Man, he is so progressive. And uh, the Democrats are in charge, and they are just, you know, they're, they're really liberal, and they're going to change things, and, uh, and, well, don't ask, don't tell failed to uh, the, re- the repeal of that. It, it failed. Hmm. Oops. You'd, you'd think that the liberals, so-called, would, you know, that they could get something simple through like that, that... These things, these things take time, Ian. I mean, I, I think they've only been working on this for like eight years. Yeah, they've been working More on it for that. a long time, actually. <laughs> well, but didn't they change the official policy like eight years ago? No, nah, it's been to... more than that. It was during the Clinton administration. They don't, oh, okay. to, to the don't they changed to don't ask, don't tell under Clinton. And yeah, that was the last time that really kind of bubbled up for uh, mm-hmm. for discussion was back then. And so then you had eight years of George Bush, and everybody thought, well, there's no way this is going to happen now. And so now that Barack Obama was back in and the Democrats were in charge, now's the time. But 56 to 43, they did not get the 60 votes they needed to proceed to the 2011 defense authorization bill, which included language to repeal the Clinton era don't ask, don't tell law. So under the so-called progressive Barack Obama and control of the Democrats, gay people will continue to be discriminated against in the U.S. military. Not that joining the military is a great thing or anything like that. I certainly don't support the military uh, in any way, shape, or form. I mean, it's a violent agency that, that kills people around the world. But, you know, I, if it's going to be around, they should probably let the people that want to join it join it if they are of the homosexual persuasion. It seems like a no-brainer to me. It seems uh, like when you've got uh, women uh, doing the doing combat operations, and uh, you know they do, they do it in everything but name. They'll sit. They'll be sitting behind uh, fifty cals on Humvees, doing the same thing that infantry officers or infantry uh, men are doing. So I don't see any. Uh, I don't see any. What What's the argument? The argument uh, against repealing don't ask, don't yeah. tell. Is that your question? You don't like them gays. That's really what it's about. We we we're embarrassed to be associated with them gays in our proud proud U.S. military. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what they would say uh, to that. It's just absolutely ludicrous. Anyway, that's uh, they've some... always uh, you know whenever you're dealing with the establishment, the establishment always has some kind of you know reason it is that there's they're not going to move forward, and and this is you know yeah. this is honestly moving forward. This is sort of related to this topic, but I think people are realizing that this guy's a complete fraud. Did either of you guys see the uh, town hall that Obama held yesterday? I did not. Did uh, you? Well, I saw parts of it. I heard uh, basically 
they only let certain people into this thing. So they, you know, they, they don't want them getting tough questions and so forth. They got one from a, uh, a guy who had just finished law school and he's saying, you know, you pro- I, th- these are people who supported him, de- registered Democrats that they're going to let in there, of course. And the lawyer gets up there and says, look, I, I can't find a job. I have this law degree. I can't find a job anywhere. How am I ever supposed to think about getting married, buying a house, having kids? I can't even pay the interest on the loans that I that I uh, borrowed in order to get the education. Then somebody who works for who is the CFO, and we might want to play this audio once we uh, come back from break, Mm. but uh, a CFO of a government organization got up there and said, I am am exhausted uh, defending you and your policies. You promised this. You promised that. I mean, this is one of somebody in Obama's administration, somebody who's benefiting from the bailout fund saying, where is it? I mean, you know, you've, you've basically made all these empty promises and you're not delivering on any of it. So I think people and are, his response was his response was uh, quite amusing. He says it's out there, basically, but you just may not see it. <laughs> What's out there? The change? The change. Yeah, <laughs> It's waiting on the Republicans. <laughs> you know, I wonder about this. Don't ask, don't tell, though. How many of those 43 that stopped it up there? Um, you know, the Democrats uh, there were Republicans, I guess. I mean, obviously, probably some most of them. of them. I would. I mean, I think it's a fair guess to say it was most of them. Uh, so, you were blaming Barack right. Obama for it, but I mean, to some extent, no, I'm, this I'm is... blaming the Democrats. I, I, just the the whole idea that these people are progressive and that they're uh, that they're interested in changing the system and that they care about gay people. I mean, because if you look at, I mean, it's not Dale's night here tonight, but uh, one of our co-hosts is uh, is a gay man on Friday Night Dale from AnarchyInYourHead.com, and uh, he'll tell you. That within the gay community, it's pretty much a pro-Democrat group of folks. Yeah. And uh, they believe that it's the Democrats that care about them and that if they just elect enough Democrats, then they'll get equal rights and representation or whatever it is that they want from the government. But here's just more proof that makes it should make it crystal clear for anybody well, out there that is uh, is is homosexual and is so in support of these Democrats that they're going to do something for you and your liberty is is pretty. It's I think they just well, shot would, you right in the face. If this is your issue, right? And and some people you know vote, what's your vote issue? on what do you, what am I talking about? Gay here? rights? Yes. If okay. Gay rights are your issue. Who would you vote for? I mean, it, the the Democrats. You can't vote for got anybody. It through the House? Did they get it through the House? I haven't the slightest clue. Well, they got 60, uh, almost, uh, you know, 60 senators going for it. So, I mean, who would you vote for? Would you vote for the Republicans who almost... None of them. You don't vote question. Them. Voting's not the answer. Right. The vote, voting is not going to help gay people and them getting the, you know, a respect. If if you want li- if you want to have right if you want to have your rights respected, you have to support liberty. And the Democrats and the Republicans aren't going to do that. My my point isn't to say boost the Republicans up because they care about you. They don't care either. I'm just I, pointing out the fallacy, the idea that Democrats give a damn about you. Well, they don't. Look, most people live where they live, and they're they're not going to pick up and move uh, for the Free State Project, especially over one issue. I so didn't say go, I didn't something. say move for the Free State Project. I, I just don't see that you've made your point. Is what I'm saying. Uh, if don't you think vo- this is good evidence that the Democrats don't care? No, I mean, they it's have not. the perfect opportunity no, to do not. something here no, for these people. It's not. 
Wait, Obama's commander in chief, and he can't change military policies. I wonder about that. That that is a much better question to me. Um, uh, you know what? Could, what could Obama do as far as the the military and and that kind of thing? I think that's a better question. I think it's just one more slap, clear slap but in the face to uh, to gay people. It says to me that they made their their attempt, they made their run at it, and it got stopped. Mm-hmm. That's oh, all. right, right. That's all they got to say. That's all, that'll be their excuse. Is oh well, we couldn't get the we couldn't get the votes. We're so sorry. They couldn't get cap and trade through either. You don't think they wanted it? They want you don't think they wanted that new tax on business? Right. I see where you're coming from, Mark. Clearly it's not an overwhelming it's not like they it was zero to a hundred uh against gay people. I understand that, but it seems like the evidence is pretty clear here that these Democrats that use gay people and their campaign contributions and their excitement and their activity to get elected, because uh, some gay people are some of the you know best activists. They're out there, they're fired up, they care because they're being oppressed. Uh, they, they feel the, the oppression of the state. And, uh, you know, here they are just being kicked to the curb. I don't by the see same them being people kicked to they... the curb. They got their issue up. It, it they got, got their on. issue up and <laughs> it, it lost. Yeah, it it lost. went down in flames. And the Democrats, by, by and large, voted by, you know, the vast majority of them voted for it. The Republicans, to the vast majority of them, voted against it. I don't see, I don't, to me, this just confirms whatever it is that the gay people might be thinking. Toll-free number is 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. But there's no solidarity here. The Democrats did not vote for it. Some Democrats not to voted. A man. Some Democrats voted for Most, it. Most, I would say. Well, I don't have the. There the are numbers certainly here. some. Um, you're, you're talking about the Senate, which is a, much, a more conservative body than the House, and uh, you know, obviously, you're going to have some stragglers out there that that are you know trying to hold on to their seats in red states or whatever it is. There's there are conservative Democrats, and I can see why they wouldn't want to necessarily put their neck on the line. But what else are you going to do if you're a if, if this is your issue? Support liberty and let go of the Democrats because they don't really care about you. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. They're just using you. It's free talk live. In times of economic instability, precious metals are the best hedge against inflation and can be a great investment opportunity. Bullion Investment Corporation is the gold standard in precious metal acquisition. Whether you're in the market for gold, silver, platinum, or palladium, you can leverage up to 400% by taking advantage of the Purchase Power Program. And don't forget about the low price guarantee. BIC will meet or beat the price of any other broker. Bullion Investment Corporation, proudly serving our clients for over 25 years. For more information, call Bullion Investment Corporation now at 1-888-486-1275 or visit goldbullion.net. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in via the toll-free number, which is brought to you by SACL CAI, 1-800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy our archive. So if you've missed a moment of the show, we've got them. Years worth right there on the front page of the website. You get the last week and you click into the archive section and that'll take you back to late 2006. It's all brought to you courtesy of HostGator. Uh, and you can go to hostgator.freetalklive.com. If you want to get your uh, your own website set up, you want to get some domain name registration going on, hostgator.freetalklive.com. When you enter HostGator through that link, you'll get a free month of, uh, of hosting service. Go to hostgator.freetalklive.com. You can create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. 
And whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, you can let the experts at HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com host you. So, 800-259-9231. There's a little bit more detail here. Uh, we just kind of got off on this discussion uh, during the last segment where Mark was defending the Democrats, which is an unusual thing. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you, you were defending them. Well, they, you know, they got 56 votes. Uh, what Ian, we're talking I'm about here. I'm defending you. You sound like you're t- you, you 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 aren't making a good argument, and I'm trying to bolster your argument. I'm on your side. Oh well, what I was saying, Mark, maybe I haven't made it clear. I don't see what's bad about it personally. Uh, the Democrats talk a good game about equality, and they talk a good game about uh, caring about what gay people want. The gay people are a, cons- a constituency for Democrats. They probably don't get along too well with Republicans in general. There are the log, log cabin Republicans. Those folks do exist. Uh, but the numbers are pretty pale in comparison from my understanding. And so despite all the pandering to uh, to gay people and all the talk about how now's the time uh, to repeal the don't ask, don't tell policy in the military – it doesn't. It doesn't succeed. They uh, they get fifty six votes, and it didn't. Uh, it didn't go through, and that means that some of the Democrats who supposedly uh, support gay people decided they didn't want to support them on an issue where it's the defense authorization bill of twenty eleven. And as uh, the I believe it's the AP, excuse me, no, the Hill uh, dot com points out here, under the language included in the defense bill, repeal would not be implemented until the Pentagon finishes its review of how it would affect the military. Obama, Gates, and Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff Administrator Mike Mullen must first certify that it can be achieved consistent with the military standards of readiness, effectiveness, unit cohesion, and recruitment and retention. So. It doesn't actually even repeal it. What it says is that, well, you can repeal it after you decide whether or not it's okay. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, it's not even ironclad language that uh, that says you must do this. It says that, well, you know, take a look at it, and if you think it's okay, then we think it's okay. So they wouldn't even vote for that. Uh, <laughs> well, but this is a defense authorization bill, so who knows what else is in there? Well, and that's just it. Normally, defense authorization bills go right on through Congress. I mean, oh, well, who would vote against the defense authorization bill? You don't want to hurt our military, do you? I mean, these are the these are the kinds of things that normally just sail on through. And yeah, you're right, Sam. They can certainly attach uh, different things in there. There's no doubt about that. And obviously, we don't know what uh, what all was in there, but there I'm not going to read it. There have been some pretty awful police state provisions in the past def- military authorization acts of, what yeah. was it, 2006, where they basically eliminated posse comitatus. And uh, you know, there have been all kinds of uh, nastiness in there. And, and my point is is clear. I'm, I'm, my point, is, I, at least I'm hoping, is clear to those people out there that – that are, are are gay, or they they uh, you know are supporting uh, supportive of uh, of gay people that they think that the Democrats are going to lead them to some level of uh, respect or freedom, and it, cl- it seems clear to me that they don't have much respect for you. Well, I, I, if what I would say to those uh, those people that are gay is, hey, look, I understand you've got issues out there that are centered around uh, you know uh, being brought to an equal level of slavery that all of us are at in this country, but instead, I think what you should be trying to do is increase the level 
level of freedom for all of us and all the boats will rise. I mean, really, that's the kind of freedom you want? You want the freedom to be uh, uh, looked as an looked at as an equal killer in the United States military? You know, leave those people alone and leave them to their stuff. Get out of there. I mean, is yeah, mo- the vast majority of Democrats supported you in this level of equality, but this isn't the kind of equality that you want, Mr. and Mrs. Gay America. I agree Please, with that statement. Get your head out of the clouds and pay let's let's pay attention to some reality here. But I can totally see how these people would say, well, at the at the at the um the maximum number of uh, let's see it could be as few as three Democrats decided in the Senate not to vote for this um, because it's it's 40 to 60 right now in the Senate. So it could be as three as three Demo- as few as three Democrats. And what they can say to themselves, they can justify it in their little minds and say, well, we'll just that next year we'll we'll get them. We'll get those ones in. Oh, line. I know what they can say to themselves. And, you know, you're, you're participating in groupthink. So when you say this, those Democrats did such and such. Well, I can say whatever I want about those voluntarists. Would you like to ally yourself with every voluntarist out there? Um, most of the voluntarists out there are pretty yeah. principled what people. About the, what about the guy that, that you were disagreeing with about uh, being topless and, uh, you know, that it was going to ruin the movement and being topless in, in downtown? He was a voluntarist, too, wasn't he? I'm not sure about well, that. Well, yeah. somebody's Ancap a voluntarist. And cap man? Okay. If somebody's a voluntarist, they're not going to support aggression. So just because they may not like people being topless in the square, they're not going to advocate force being used against them. Right. They they but they so may understand okay with me. like the political uh, aspect of getting things done, and they may not support whatever activism it is that that you support. Quit quit. What I say to, to those uh, gay people, I've said, and what I say to you is, quit participating in, in uh, groupthink. And uh, you know this this argument that you're making it isn't doesn't hold water. Okay. Well, how is it groupthink when? Uh, you're saying these Democrats have, uh, you know, they they talk a good game about being gay and, or, you know, about uh, supporting gay rights and blah, 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 blah. And when the vast majority of them did, in fact, support the gays in being equal in this area. Well, uh, I see where you're coming from, Mark, and you're right in that. Uh, you're right in that statement. But I don't think it's for, to me that uh, that's not very persuasive. I think that uh, the Democrats and, and I'm, I'm saying the Democrats, I'm using the, those terms because. They're generally thought of is in certain ways. They're generally thought of that uh, they're more These tolerant. These are political pr- parties, and they all participate in a bell curve. So, um, mm. you know, in this bell curve, some of these Democrats are farther down the uh, conservative angle. They didn't think it would benefit them in this particular time. Everybody understands politics and how it works, and they know that uh, that that these Democrats are facing uh, big big problems when reelection rolls around here very shortly. And I suspect the day the gays went under the wheel for that reason. Well, the point is, they're going to throw you under the uh, they're going to throw you under the bus because uh, they're they're using you. If, and... if it was that important of an issue for them, they would have brought it up a long time ago. I would agree with you on that, but uh, they made their run at it. They they lost, and and I don't see how this is going to change anything for anybody. Well, particularly, it's not going to change anything for anybody. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That is the SACL CAI toll free line, and I agree with you that. Nobody should be excited about joining joining the military, but I also understand why people want to feel like they're at least being treated as an equal, even if we're talking about joining a, a band of killers. 1-800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Coming up, home raid, not over drugs this time. We'll explain it wasn't anything violent either. Normally it's drugs, so what could it possibly be? We'll uh, tell you, and it's not contraband of any sort. Free Talk Live at 800-259-9231. 
MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zempax, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Dial in via the toll-free number, 800-259-9231. Number's brought to you by SACL CAI, 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. You can enjoy the features there. They are free. And they include our wiki with over 2,000 pages created by listeners just like you. You can go and edit virtually anything you see there, wikiwiki.freetalklive.com. Jim Frechette is a big supporter of Free Talk Live. Jim owns Quality Rental down in uh, Rhode Island. If you're having an event, whether it's a party or wedding or barbecue, church gathering, Quality can serve your needs if you're in southern New England. You can check out their website at qualityrental.com. And they're sponsoring a page on Free Talk Live, Ian, uh, to show their their uh, support. What, which, which is the page... I can't. I can't remember. It's off the top of my head. That's your responsibility, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll look it up and uh, and and put it on here. This is their first day, so it's qualityrental.com. Go check out the website. All right, eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You can bring up what you want. Andrew's in Pennsylvania. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Andrew. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Hey guys, um, I'm calling in to uh, follow up after a call I gave you guys last month sometime uh, concerning a parking ticket that I chose not to acknowledge. And then I, uh, they gave me a citation for over a hundred bucks and I, and then I wanted to see what you guys thought I should do about it. So was the um, the ticket originally for a hundred dollars or was it for less than that? And then it went up because you ignored it. Yeah. It just went up because I ignored it after two weeks, Mm -hmm. but I just wanted to see, I don't know. But uh, last week I, I went up to the police department at my local police department and I don't know, like it was my first kind of form of activism, if you got, if you can call it that, but I stood up to the to the lady at the collections office or whatever, but I went up to her and I was talking talking to her, asking her questions when she called my name, and I said, you know, uh, I was like, what would happen if, you know, I, did, I chose not to pay for this ticket? And then she said, well, we could issue you a summons and then go to uh, with." issue a summons with the court judge or whatever. And then I said, what if I chose not to play these games and then just chose opted out to leave? And then she just looked at me and it was kind of weird because it was the first time I did this and I was really nervous, but she just said, you know, we'd have to issue a warrant out for your arrest and, and everything. So I, I, th- I asked her like, so you'd rather throw me in a jail cell. I mean, so you throw me in a jail cell for parking on the side of a street. And then I, it looked like she never kind of got asked that question before. And it was kind of cool, but she probably she had it. It never has crossed her mind. Yeah, but um, she's probably used to right. dealing with people that are upset about getting a ticket mm-hmm. and indignant about getting a ticket. Yeah. Uh, but no one I mean, has this, likely ever made that drawn that conclusion in front of her. Yeah, I was so sick in there because there's an entire line in front of me full of people that were just so like acting so nice to him and so sorry and be like like okay can you you know and I don't know I was just really sick about it and I was kind of giving her attitude but. Anyways, well, that's what people do. Her. They uh, they they grovel at the feet of yeah. their master, looking for some level of relief 
from the pressure of uh, the aggression that is being brought against them. And I don't blame them for that. But it is They sad. generally get it. I mean, if you're talking about uh, paying a parking ticket that was $5 you're or $10. paying at the window, they're not going to really reduce it for you there. They're not going to reduce it there. But I'm just saying if the parking ticket was 5 or $10 and the other option is going to jail forever long that uh, one goes to jail for for refusing the, the summons of the court, I mean, that's that's a significant level of relief. Right. But um, anyways, then she, she went on to go ahead and ask me, she's like, well, what do you decide to do? And I said, well, I guess I have to pay up to you guys. You're going to throw me in a cage. And then she, I don't know, she just got all upset. And then, so she went in the back and grabbed a receipt, you know, and then when she came back, I put the ticket was for $104. Mm-hmm. So I put $104 in ones on the table and nice. she was, she was just like, she just stared at me and she said, like, I know this is, uh, this is out of, um, she said you're doing this on purpose to make make us upset and everything and saying that <laughs> <laughs> and and then she just said, you know, you're not paying you're not paying us this money and I said, Yeah, but you're on their side. I mean you're collecting for them. And there was an Well who are you paying the money wait, to, wait, if not yeah. them? This, this is nonsense. Right. They they usually what happens with all of these ticket fees and so forth is that money goes back to the state, goes in the general fund, and the police get paid a lot of times out of the general fund. And a lot of these uh, ticket-giving agencies wouldn't be in existence if they weren't running in the uh, in, in the black, at least to some extent. I mean, that's <laughs> the people their their revenue is compared to um, you know what they cost. So I I'm sorry. The fact is that that money absolutely does go to pay her salary. Um, and I guess the question you'd you'd ask somebody who's said something like that is like oh well if it's not really if, if if you don't have any concern here then you're just gonna let me go and forget it we can forget about this right and that she's not going to do that right anything well, else you want to share about your experience yeah I, I mean that was about it i mean she was i just kind of felt nice like making her count my money even though it was my money i was i was stolen from me i was kind of it sucked, but it was still kind of fun watching her do that. But, yeah, unf- yeah, it's too bad you you waited uh, because now you paid how much more? I mean, what was it originally? Right, thirty something. <laughs> it was ten dollars. It was ten originally. Wow. Yeah, and two weeks later it was one hundred and four. I mean, I was so pissed off, but I mean, yeah, that sucks. Yep. Yeah, that's why it's it's tough doing activism anywhere else because you're all alone and and up here we've had people have success in court uh, with uh, with parking tickets with refusing to uh, to go along with it. Uh, Mark, you had your case kicked out before you even went to trial. I went to trial, was found not guilty. I know Dale, uh, our Friday night co-host from AnarchyInYourHead.com, he's got a, a trial coming up on one of them as well. So and you should have uh, you should have asked them for a court date. I mean, if you had done that, then you can, you have a chance to go in and challenge the evidence chances are they didn't take what it. if they charge you with court costs though I who knows what the rules yeah, are there okay do yeah, you that's do true. you know as to if you went to court would there be additional costs what what are you familiar with that yeah i, I was going to take it to court but it said that i would have to pay extra court fees i mean if i didn't do it and i guess i talked to some other people around here that took case to the court but uh and they fit and they lost and they actually had to pay a lot of money so i mean i I wasn't confident that I could win this, so I, I don't have the extra money to spend like that. So Hopefully what we'll see happen here in New Hampshire with uh, with some political success that is happening, as we've seen with a few few uh, liberty activists being, uh, being elected a couple of years ago and maybe more this year, uh, maybe we'll see them be able to stop any sort of movement from the court system toward things like this, right? Because... 
they've got it in other places. You're in Pennsylvania where you've got to pay court costs if you lose, that kind of thing. It's that's in a lot of places and it makes it very uh it makes it uh very difficult for somebody to take uh, something to trial or to even want to risk taking something to trial. It's not as risky here in New Hampshire. The system is that much better. It's still a terrible system, but it's it's that much easier. It's not as risky to go to trial. It's more worthwhile. Look, if you're going to pay anyway down the line, make them go through a trial for it in order to get the money. That would be that's what you were basically saying, Sam. And it's possible here in New Hampshire. The court system here is uh, strapped for cash. They're desperate. They're uh, they're so bad off. They actually have to shut down one day a month and give their workers unpaid uh, furlough days. So they're really having a tough time. And you know that there's got to be somebody within that system coming up with uh, proposed legislation to introduce to say, well, here's what we can do to remedy this. We can just add hundreds of dollars in court costs to every single case or come up with all these extra charges and fees and hopefully as those things come up to the you know the state house to be voted on, the political successes will lead us to uh, to shooting them down. And uh, and Andrew, I, I hope that that you'll be joining uh, us up here in New Hampshire so we can we can help put a stop to this madness. I will. I mean, in a couple of years, once I get my financial situation set. But real quick, I, I wanted to thank you, Ian, for uh, making that audio book for Market for Liberty. Oh, good. Um, Glad you enjoyed it. Uh, you can get that yeah. free over at book.freekeen.com. So, Andrew, did you get $94 worth of experience out of this parking ticket, um, or did, yeah. was, was this a well, bad idea? I actually, I mean, it sounds like it's a bad idea because it's over 100 bucks. I mean, I could have used that, like you said, to save to go to move to New Hampshire, but yeah. I, I, uh, I don't know. It was kind of an empowering experience for me because it was my first kind of... But you could have uh, had it at $10, oh, too, right? Yeah, you could have had the same experience. Well, I don't know I mean, $10. Why? Well, he would have gone in and paid and had that same conversation oh, with I the see. woman for ten dollars yeah. instead of one hundred and four. Gotcha. Hey, thanks, oh, yeah. Andrew. I appreciate your call tonight. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Thanks for the call. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You can take control of the airwaves. Well, I picked on uh, some of the Democrats earlier tonight, and we haven't mentioned this woman, the Republican who's an- who was anti-masturbation. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. This is Free Talk Live. Take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that you'll find there. If you want to help support this show, by the way, there is a good way to do that, a number of good ways, and one of them is to become a Free Talk Live amplifier for as little as 3 bucks a month. We'll take that money in, reinvest it into the show, get on more radio stations around the country, and bring more Internet listeners on board with the program, exposing new people to the ideas of freedom. Uh, so head on over to... Uh, to amp.freetalklive.com to become a Free Talk Live amplifier for as little as three bucks 
per month. You can use any major credit card, PayPal, some alternative options are available. And you get perks like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, the AMP-only forum, and more, including the AMP-only podcast. Go get the details and get signed up at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. So, uh, com- I wanted to mention real quick that yes, Quality sir. Rentals is sponsoring the listen.freetalklive.com page. So ah, very good. Page where you can go there and, you know, find all the ways that you can listen to Free Talk Live. Indeed. And thanks to them for it. All right. So, uh, 800-259-9231. Now, there was a bit of news, I guess it was last week, about this election. One of these candidates that won the primary, this Christine O'Donnell character, who's... Probably not so different from a number of Republicans. It's just that she opened uh, up her mouth about uh, a particular issue of, uh, about a decade and a half ago. And it's not fair, right, to pick on somebody for something they said years ago. I'm not the same person I was in the, the late or mid-1990s, not even the same person I was five years ago. So it's it's not fair to pick on her because of what she said. Are you guys Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I, I've heard the name. I don't know what. Are you talking about this witchcraft thing? I don't know. She did mention something about Satanism, but yeah, she, uh, she, she said she dabbled in witchcraft. <laughs> yeah, and she's uh, quite a character. This Christine. What she, what she said was was that uh, she was. I guess back then she was very anti self pleasuring. She did not. Uh, she thought that uh, touching oneself was a very very bad thing. And there's been all this hubbub over it, right, that uh, this ludicrous position of hers that this is somehow against God and it's terrible uh, to, you know, to self-pleasure. And so she's been it's just, honestly uh, from the, a biblical standpoint, not a lot of backing. I mean, you generally look in the Bible for uh, you know, more than one instance of saying things. Uh, they will it will tell you many times that it's not OK to steal. It's not OK to lie. It's not OK to uh, uh, kill people. It, it'll tell you that over and over and over again. It won't tell you not to masturbate very often. Jesus makes it pretty clear that lusting is the same as uh, as having fornicated. But I I think what he's trying to show there is that no man, no man is without uh, is without sin. You're not going to be without sin because this is you know, God. God created you with sin or whatever. That didn't actually create you. But the sin is in the world and there's no way to be without it. I found uh, a post over at the Huffington Post that was fairly amusing. And I figured I'd put it out there just because it's it's well written. And I think it addresses the subject uh, pretty well here. It's uh, by Beth Armagida. A letter to masturbating opponent Christine O'Donnell. Dear Ms. O'Donnell, I would like to give you a two-finger salute for bringing to the attention of our nation that masturbation is a sin. It seems like America is caught in a wicked hurricane, and you're all alone paddling the pink canoe of morality. <laughs> Fifteen years ago, you bravely stated, quote, The Bible says that lust in your heart is committing adultery. You can't masturbate without lust. Amen, says Armagoda. Uh, we need more people like you in Washington. Your religious conviction is so strong, you can beat the bishop at his own game. And your positive, <laughs> perky energy and Osmanesque smile have caused a media frenzy, which sends a message to Washington that politicians uh, should say goodbye to Mr. Grumpy and say hello to Mr. Happy. <laughs> it's obvious 
you become more in touch with yourself when you say that the statement you made in your 20s. Now, this is interesting because she came out right after all of this uh, hubbub and the, this discussion. Because, again, it's not it's really not fair to pick on somebody for something they said a decade and a half ago. But if it's she fair said, to ask she about it, it. But if she said it a decade and a half ago, someone is saying it now. I sure. Mean, I've, I, I can tell you that this was a huge issue for me at one point in my life because I was trying to be the perfect Christian. I got you mean in, you're I, feeling guilty? Right. I was I was into the holiness movement. I had gotten into the you know that 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 aspect of Christianity. And I mean, what a terrible guilt ridden way to live life. So uh, so she came out, and I think it's fair to ask somebody else about something they said when they were younger. It's fair to ask. Well, you said this. You still believe that? That's a that's a fair question yeah. to ask. And then her answer, which it's not exactly quoted here, but in, essentially she said something to the effect of uh, that she was very excited and passionate about her new faith, and that now she her faith has matured. So she didn't really answer the question about well, you know, do you still believe this? She didn't really address it head on. Well, but head on, but you know, it's <laughs> but. It, it, the answer's there, right? She's matured. Her faith has matured on the issue of self-pleasuring. So it sounds like she's she's come in the right direction, but she's not willing to uh, you know to admit to anything like that in front of her constituents or the it, people she's trying to. It impress. sounds like Christine has a classic. Um, uh, extrovert issues which is that she thinks while talking and so she's she's talked a lot in her life and Mm -hmm. uh, you know your your opinion changes mine's absolutely changed in the last decade and uh you know this has been a decade and a half Uh, you know obviously she's not courageous enough to come right out and and say whatever her opinion is she kind of hems around the issue well i don't know why anyone would talk about this particular thing in the first place this isn't something she talked about about. it initially and was asked question asked questions about it yeah uh so anyway goes uh the the article goes on from Huffington Post's Beth Armageda that uh, now your faith has matured. My favorite part was was when you added that when you go to Washington, you'll base all your decisions on the Constitution. That's a good one. I bet you diddle with jokes like that at your staff meeting. Of course, your crusade of self-discipline makes you an easy target. Most recently, your masturbation-loving critics claimed that in the past, you lived on campaign funds. Where did they get off saying this? They don't understand how easy it is for a politician to blow a wad of cash while wrestling the one-eyed monster of liberalism. But I have faith that you and your political team can overcome these accusations, squeeze off a load of brilliantly superficial television ads, and continue to bop down the campaign trail. Miss O'Donnell... Your noble fight for principles is just beginning, and the Delaware primary was like polishing the helmet before going to war. Already, the country has watched you single-handedly take on your own Republican Party and go solo, which was a stroke of genius. You have taught us that when others won't play with you, sometimes you have to play with yourself. And you're willing to make the sacrifice because as a former dabbler in witchcraft, you can understand the importance of sacrifice when you killed the goat or choked the chicken. The courage it took for you to take matters into your own hands will pay off someday when your work here on earth is done and you go to heaven and shake hands with Abe Lincoln. And it's that courage that stimulates us to throw away the handy shower massager and pick up a Christine O'Donnell campaign button. We'll be more irritable and highly bored, but heck, that's the cost of being a lust-free true american <laughs> she's funny um but you know this how many sexual innuendos can you fit into uh, in six paragraphs uh, you know i don't like the way this gal just makes lightly of the whole following the constitution thing well, what do you mean uh, clearly she's not going to follow the constitution she's absolutely right about that wait you mean the article writer or christina writer makes light of, of the idea of following the constitution why not it's it's a joke isn't it 
What do you mean? Well, the do you idea think that any gonna... of these people are going to follow the Constitution? I think that if somebody says they're going to follow the Constitution, they're going to try harder than the person who doesn't That's want to address poppycock. it. Right. What, yeah. where, what, what have you been living under a rock recently, Mark? These Republicans always say crap like that. Democrats say those things. People constantly Obama's say Obama's a constitutional scholar, Mark. Right. I'd rather have this gal than, uh, the, than the competition. In Are the you cases. kidding me? You don't know. What do you know about her? Everything I've heard you know, makes me connect with the lady. Oh, because you also had issues with self-pleasuring in the past? And you feel connected with her? Witchcraft. She's, she's been looking around. She's experimenting with life. I, I you know, I'm, I, I, I get it. Is, it, is this tongue-in-cheek, Mark? Are you, is this a joke? I think she's interesting as a candidate. She, she spoke out against people masturbating and said you should not years do ago. It. Yeah, it's not I fair. think it's another example of the kind of whack jobs that are attracted to power that mm-hmm. want to go in and control the lives of others. I mean, it's just another example of that. Yeah. Anyway, I thought it was absolutely brilliant it's writing. funny. And I uh, thought it deserved to be shared. So uh, 800-259-9231. We'll get more serious coming up here in hour number two because uh, Jet Lacey, who's one of the guys over at Freedom's Phoenix, has had a uh, situation at his house recently wherein the police came in with an armed uh, raid looking for his roommate. Uh, now, Jet lives with his wife, I believe. I think it's his wife. Anyway, he lives with uh, his lady friend and also a roommate. Now, the reason they were after the roommate wasn't because he was an alleged drug dealer. It wasn't because he was a wanted terrorist. It has to do with child support. And we'll explain here. The police raids just continue to expand. What justifies this action on the part of the police? We'll uh, we'll get the story here in a little bit. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And hopefully they won't be doing police raids for people touching themselves in the future. But depending on who you elect, that could be a possibility. 800-259-9231. Now tell me again how this country is the land of the free and the home of the brave. How would you like to use the power of mass media and popular culture to send an anti-statist message straight to the heart of middle America? It's easy to do. Just request this song on the radio. Hi, I'm John Ringer, and let me tell you about my crazy idea. I wrote a song called My Country, My Ass. I sent this song to over 600 radio stations nationwide. Then I made a web page with links for contact and email for all the radio stations. My goal is nothing less than to change the psychology of the entire country. But I can't do it alone. I need your help. All you have to do is use the internet to request the song. Radio stations aren't like the government. They care what their listeners think. To request the song, just go to MyCountryMyAss.com. It's easy. That's MyCountryMyAss.com. This song is my message. Is it yours? Why don't you tell those jerks in Washington to stick their laws where the sun don't shine? This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves as we launch here into the second hour of the program. Dial in toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Sam. And Mark. You can join us online. Freetalklive.com is the place to go and the features there we give to you. Uh, You don't have to pay to access the website. 
because we've got great sponsors who kind of front some cash to uh, help pay for things. Of course, our, our free talk live amplifiers that help us as well. Uh, we've got great sponsors like MemoryDealers.com getting behind the uh, the webcam. You can go to cam.freetalklive.com and you can watch and listen to the show as well as interact because our chat room's built into the same page. And that's cam.freetalklive.com, MemoryDealers.com. Offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zenpacks, and X2s that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP at up to 99% off list price. They can offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs. In stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery, that's MemoryDealers.com. So, uh, Jet Lacey is one of the guys down at Freedoms Phoenix. Of course, Freedoms Phoenix, uh, some friends of the show here on Free Talk Live. And he's uh, one of the buddies of uh, Ernest Hancock, the host of uh, Declare Your Independence. We've had Ernie on the show before. And uh, Jet is, I guess, he's got a roommate. And his uh, roommate's name is Jim Kaiser. And he's written a story here over at freedomsphoenix.com about what happened to Jim and Jet uh, just a few days ago. The story is called Jim Kaiser is in a Kafkaesque hell. It opens with uh, mug shots of Jim Kaiser that were just taken a few days ago. What can an individual do, writes Jet, when the state's oppression of them reaches Kafkaesque levels, uh, levels of absurdity? What can be expected of an ordinary person in so-called polite society when arbitrary and punitive demands of an oppressive government are never-ending and far exceed what is even humanly possible? What if that individual has never committed force or fraud on anyone and the fight began in the family court system over parental rights disputes? It sounds too crazy to be true. Pure fiction, right? Well, hold on. The story gets even weirder. Sit back and I'll tell you a little story about my friend Jim Kaiser. Unfortunately, Jim's Kafka-esque nightmare is true. Every bit of it. And I'm in a unique position to testify because Jim currently lives with me and my wife Beth. And while everything I will state is absolutely true, this is not intended to be objective journalism in any way, shape, or form. F that. Beth and I love us some Jim Kaiser, and we know that sentiment is most definitely mutual. That's why I'm literally white-hot with rage over this situation. It breaks my heart to bear witness to, as well as share in the misery of the cruel, unusual, and unnecessary struggle Jim endures every single day. It takes every bit of his considerable personal fortitude not just to keep his sanity, but to come up with $1,200 of extortion money to give to the court each and every month. Wow, 1200 And if he doesn't pay up, he goes to jail. Bottom line, no quarter given. The reason Jim endures all these trials and tribulations is for one reason and one reason alone. He loves his son Ben more than anything else in the world. And even though Jim has been paying every single penny, the family courts won't allow him to see Ben. He hasn't seen him since the day he was arrested, because when Jim had visitation, he chose to homeschool Ben and refused to administer Adderall, which are, uh, you know, is basically speed. The narcotic, uh, yeah. Yeah, to his healthy nine-year-old son. When the court was going to take all custodial rights away from Jim because he refused to administer the drug to his son, he felt he had no choice left but to flee with his son in May of 2009. He was subsequently caught in Florida three and a half months later. They flew Ben back, and with a $55,000 bond posted, they allowed Jim to drive himself back to Arizona. Upon his return, Jim was placed under house arrest and forced to wear an ankle bracelet until he completed the legal process. During the case, the judge denied Jim's motion and regarding the constitutionality of the charges, so he was ultimately forced to plead guilty to a Class 6 open felony with three years of probation. 
Now open designation states that when the terms of probation have been completed, the charge will then be reduced to a misdemeanor. At sentencing, Jim petitioned the court to allow him to complete his probation in Kauai and uh, was, it was granted at that time. Jim felt he had little chance of seeing Ben anytime soon, so he needed to put it all behind him for a while. And he'd always dreamed of living on the island of Kauai. Jim secured a handyman job in, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing this right, Lihue, before he left, L-I-H-U-E, and gave away Lihue. all... Lihue? Lihue? Lihue. Uh, gave away all his worldly possessions, then flew to Kauai on the arrangement that he returned to Phoenix in a month's time to meet with his P.O., probation officer, Daniel Gonzalez, to file the necessary transfer paperwork. Whenever I spoke with him during the month he spent in Kauai, Jim seemed happier and more at peace than any other time I've known him. Uh, he told me about how he would walk the half mile down to the beach every morning to watch the sun come up and drink a cup of locally grown, freshly roasted Freshly ground coffee. He said that he was uh, boogie boarding every day and he'd been to a hidden waterfall that had a rope swing. On another day, he mentioned that he'd driven to Hanalee, the town mentioned in Peter, Paul, and Mary's Puff the Magic Dragon. By the time he returned to Phoenix, Jim had earned enough to make his payment to the court, and he'd secured yet another job with a cabinet maker in Lahui who was anxiously awaiting his return. You see, Jim is an honest and talented carpenter, and people with his skills and attributes typically have no problem finding work. So Jim's making it work. He's uh, you know, been put under these uh, extraordinary circumstances with this high dollar amount that he's got to pay, and he managed to make it work in a, in a place that's uh, very beautiful and somewhere he wanted to, uh, to visit, somewhere he wanted to stay but he had to go back to report in to the probation officer to move to the next step and what jim had no way of knowing was that there was a handful of schadenfreuders lying in wait for him upon his return to phoenix what are those schadenfreuders uh basically uh bottom feeders that uh essentially uh i'll pull up the wikipedia definition for you here it's a pleasure people who uh derive pleasure from the misfortunes of others yeah don't like those folks so he didn't know they were waiting for him on his return to Phoenix. At the top of the list was his ever-looming see-you-next-Tuesday of an ex-girlfriend, Shelly Griffin. From what I've seen from her, she is the quintessential bunny-boiling psycho. Uh, the truth is Jim and Shelly were together for less than a year. They broke up before Ben was born, and she's been gleefully trying to destroy Jim's life ever since for 11 years now. Even though she's fought and succeeded in keeping Jim away from Ben, Shelley still isn't well, satisfied. You know, the, the, what, the funny thing is, is it, it does it, it speaks volumes in a lot of cases if the guy manages to get custody. You know, because the the judges love to get custody to the wives. Uh, he doesn't but, have custody, but he did. He did. Yes, it's correct. What's that mean? You know, good point. There's there's something to look at there. I don't know this gal. Um, it's just you know that's we that's, don't either. That's kind of how my mind works on this issue. So uh, Shelley isn't satisfied, according to Jed, and it's obvious that she won't be until Jim is utterly destroyed. She appears at nearly every court, uh, court appearance Jim has, and when given the opportunity to speak, she petitions the court without fail to put Jim back in jail. The day after Jim returned to Phoenix, he had to appear in accountability court, which deals with child support. Ultimately, accountability court means unless you take money from your account and put it in ours, you go to jail. Sure enough, Shelley was there to do whatever she could to S on Jim's parade. She petitioned the court to forbid Jim from returning to Kauai on the grounds that it would become more difficult for them to collect child support from him, even though he was paying it. And it proved successful. The family court petitioned the criminal court, and that was that. So, after all he'd already been through, Jim was not allowed to return to the place where he'd dreamt of living since he was a boy. A place where he had two jobs half a mile from the beach, and he was forced to rely on the kindness of his friends for sustenance. Adding insult to injury, his probation officer, Daniel Gonzalez, treated Jim 
uh, like a total uh, jerk. As stated earlier, Jim is a handyman and gets his jobs mostly through Craigslist and similar websites. I'm amazed at how quickly Jim can not only earn a reputation for himself, but endear himself to those he works for. In true jerk fashion, Mr. Gonzalez has demanded that Jim document that he's applying for five jobs per day, despite the fact that Jim has been working full-time for a man in Chandler for well over a month. He demanded that Jim get a real job, even though there are no jobs to be had. And if he could find a job, it most likely wouldn't be enough to make the $1,200 payments, let alone feed, clothe, and house himself. That's what I mean by Kafka-esque. Jim has been set up to fail, and there's no way out. Which brings us to the events of 8 a.m. last Thursday, September 16th, 2010. And we'll tell you about that in a moment. Yeah, I just want to jump in here. This is what they do. I mean, they expect you to go get a job. The people in jail on the work release program are paying back like $100 in fees. They have to keep a cell phone. By the time all of the fees and, and, and costs and stuff are paid, they're hardly making anything. Exactly. It's a racket. Yep, that's right. 800-259-9231. We'll tell you what happened at Jet's house where the police came down hard on this guy. And we'll tell you what their excuse was. 800-259-9231. It's Free Talk Live. Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area? Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. Or visit porcupinerealtor.com. That's porcupinerealtor.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features free, so enjoy those on us. And head over to freetalklive.com. You can enjoy stuff like our news updates. Get signed up, and we'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Go to news.freetalklive.com. You can sign up for our emailed updates. You can follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Uh, head over to news.freetalklive.com. That's right. And the, uh, the call-in lines are sponsored by SACL CAI. SACL CAI has a full-orbed approach to account recovery. It's really three companies in one. They do collections, early outbilling. They purchase charged-off receivables. SACL knows that the way they treat your customer reflects on you. Their staff is respectful. They record every call, and they have the best equipment money can buy so that your business is handled as efficiently as possible. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's SACL CAI. So we're telling a story here, and we're going to get to, to your phone calls as soon as we wrap up with uh, Jet Lacey over at freedomsphoenix.com about his friend Jim, who is his roommate, but, well, not really by choice. I mean, they chose to move him in, but it was because he was basically prevented from living in the place he wanted to live. Now, you might make the point that uh, Jim, the person in question here who had an 11 year, has an 11-year-old son and has issues with his, uh, his ex, uh, I guess, uh, wife, that uh, that he made a mistake by taking his son and leaving town. That they were there was a situation where he was ordered to administer Adderall to his son. He didn't believe that his son needed Adderall, and so he wasn't going to do that. He decided that rather than uh, than do you know, run, jump through those hoops and force this medication onto his son, that he was going to just go ahead and run away uh, with his son. 
And you could point out that that was probably not the best choice to make. Right. You could have, uh, I suppose, you know, in hindsight, uh, the, he could have bought the Adderall and uh, pretended like he was giving it to his son. Maybe so. I, I don't know what he was thinking at that time. I don't know what he felt like his options were. But it's, according to Jet, he felt like he was in a desperate situation. Sure. And he made that choice. And it was maybe the wrong choice. But that's OK. I wouldn't give my kid Adderall. People and, make mistakes. You know. People make mistakes. And uh, even though Jim made that uh, that mistake, it doesn't justify what they're doing to him now. He's been paying the twelve hundred dollars a month that the court has demanded of him. He, however, that's not good enough. They uh, they are not going to allow him to live in Hawaii, which is where he wanted to live. They let him go there for a little bit, and then his uh, ex wife complained about it, and so they've now forced him to come back to Phoenix. And on top of that. They're demanding that he apply to five jobs per day, five real jobs, not contract work, not where he's because he's a con- he's a contractor, he's a carpenter, small businessman, yeah. right? He goes out and he finds work and he does the work and then he gets referrals and and he gets more work and that that's he's he runs his own business. But no, that's not appropriate. You can't be an entrepreneur and be in the child support system in Phoenix. The pro- the probation's officer is demanding that in order to meet the terms of his child support, he has to show he's applying to five jobs per day. You need to go be an employee. Right. How can you get any work done if you're out, if you've got work to do, and he does, he's got people that are hiring him to do contracting work. If you've got work to do, how can you get it done if you're out applying for jobs? It's nuts. So if he can't get his work done because he's out applying for these jobs, how's he going to be able to pay the $1,200 per month? Not going to work. No. The, I mean, Kafkaesque is the best uh, description of what's going on here. This is – they're designing it so this guy fails. That's right. And that's how the system works. When you're on probation, they make it as difficult as possible. Normally, probation By on the its way, own this, is very difficult. Uh, this, this, this woman who's uh, you know, trying to make his life a, a living hell is going to find out very shortly um, once they've, they've – once the system does what the system wants to do, which is throw this guy in jail for not paying his child support there because they money. made it impossible for him to pay his child support. She's not going to get her money, and she's going to, oh, wow, you mean screwing with my ex-husband wasn't the best idea I I had? So that's when six police officers from the city of Phoenix and two armed Maricopa County, that's right, Sheriff Joe's boys, two armed Maricopa County probation agents, including Mr. Gonzalez's boss, descended upon and surrounded my house with weapons drawn. My wife works until midnight, so she was sleeping. A cop pounded on my bedroom window and tricked my wife into opening the door by insinuating that there was something wrong, i.e. my house was on fire. When she opened the door, one cop pulled her outside and the rest entered my home. This is the same, a similar ruse that they used to get into Barry Cooper's home from NeverGetBusted.com. They tricked Candy uh, into, into coming outside, and it was a similar kind of trick. that They told her that somebody had run into her car. And so these police will lie and cheat in order to get you to do what they want you to. Heroes. So, so uh, so they co- they pulled her outside. The rest entered my home. I was in the restroom, didn't hear anything other than the dogs barking. So when I opened the door and took two steps out of the bathroom, I looked up to see a cop pointing a taser directly at my face. He's lucky to have survived it. I uh, mean, there's, there's plenty yeah. of guys who haven't. Uh, from two feet away, Jim was outside smoking a cigarette in the backyard and looked up to see two cops with guns trained on him from the alley behind the house. Before taking Jim to jail, the bastards made my wife and I wait in the front yard while they searched my house. So what, pray tell, was this violation that would compel the government to act in such a forceful fashion? Well, the probation officer, Gonzalez, called an assault team because Jim had failed to turn in the piece of paper documenting his job search. 
Furthermore, Jim's next appointment with Daniel wasn't until Tuesday, September 21st. Thing is, that's not even the end of the story. Jim has been forced to go to parenting classes as well as counseling, which he has also done. The court has assigned him to see a counselor uh, named Scott Baker. According to a motion entitled Emergency Motion to Suspend Father's Parenting Time, which was filed with the court on September 15th. He doesn't have any parenting time. Yeah. Uh, which was filed by the attorney, uh, an attorney in the case. Jim was legally allowed to resume unsupervised visitation with Ben as of uh, a few days ago. For the record, Jim has never said he would kidnap Ben again. And the sad part for me is that throughout all of this, Jim has remained hopeful that if he did everything that was asked of him, he'd be reunited with his son. You do anything, by the way, in this circumstance. You'll do anything in order to be able to spend a little bit of time with the most important person in your entire life. Uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's really sad. Unfortunately, many of us felt differently that somehow, some way, they just weren't going to let that happen. And it's my belief as to why Jim Kaiser was arrested at my house on September 16th, which happens to be the day before he was legally allowed to see his son again. Hmm. Coincidence? I'll let you be the judge. So he was given the permission to see his son again as an unsupervised, uh, in an unsupervised capacity. And then the day before they were going to supposedly allow him to do that, they come in and raid his home because he didn't turn in the paperwork, which wasn't apparently – he didn't think it was due until the 21st about him running around, jumping through these government hoops about trying to find a job. Now do you think they're going to let him see his son now that he's got another arrest and a violation of probation? No, no. Haha, uh-huh, they taught him a lesson. So Welcome ludicrous. to uh, the free country of America. 800-259-9231. That was yeah, Jet Lacey the, from FreedomsPhoenix.com. What, what I was thinking about this when I was uh, listening is, uh, you know, the, there was a guy called in on Saturday night. And Saturday night's when we get our, our lockstep bumper sticker, Mirmadon Republican types, who's uh, saying, this is, here's America. You're free. Love it or leave it. And if you don't like it, you can always leave. And, I, you know, this country incarcerates more people, probably has more people on probation than any country in, in uh, you know, the, the free world. A mm-hmm. lot of people can't. They can't leave. They'd love they, – and you know what, Mr. and Mrs. America? The probation officers would love to have you on their, uh, their little roles too. By the way, Jim's website is mynameisben.org if you want to get in touch with him or see in uh, what way you could help out. Uh, mynameisben.org is his uh, site. We're coming back with your calls at 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live to Control. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Boost Kit Essentials Nutritionally Complete Drink. Providing your picky eater with essential nutrition and great taste in one drink. Visit us at kitessentials.com. To make sure your kids eat healthy, follow the five-a-day plan. Serve three servings of vegetables and two servings of fruit daily. Remember, a serving could just mean a piece of fruit or a half cup of veggies. If your kids are picky eaters, ask a nutritionist about other sources. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live. You take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. Those numbers brought to you by SACL CAI 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features there for free. Head on over to freetalklive.com and you'll find stuff like our listening options, broadband and dial-up versions of the show, around the clock, the latest episode of Free Talk Live, available for you 24-7. 
uh, over at listen.freetalklive.com. Plus, you get details on our Listen lines that allow you to call in from any phone that can dial long distance and listen to the very same streams. Listen.freetalklive.com. Mark, tell me about the baby reading kit. What's that all about? It's a, it's a video course plus some, you know, they've got some flashcards and things like that that my son Jack has been has been using for, I guess, about the last year, going on a year now. And it, it's taught him how to read. He can read all of his shapes, all of his colors, right off flashcards. He's working on being able to read them together like, you know, silver, diamond, and purple octagon and things like that and and it's it's amazing to me to watch this and you can have this for your child too your child can be that much more prepared i didn't start reading until i was in kindergarten and i probably couldn't read octagon until i was in third or fourth grade and my son at two and a half can can do it already you can go see a video of that at babyreadingkit.com literally it's my son doing the on you know the number top video there at babyreadingkit.com is is jack and there are several other videos of other kids uh reading babyreadingkit.com. All right, let's go to your phone calls to the phones and the fun monument or manumit in Wyoming. How do you pronounce your name? Do we have manumit with us in Wyoming going once? Manumit. Hello. Hello. Is it manumit or monument? Manumit. Manumit. What's on your mind tonight? I just wanted to touch base with you guys. Um, I appreciate everything that you guys do. You help me get through my 12, 13-hour shifts out here um, listening to the podcast. Anyways, uh, last night you guys were talking about picking up and moving for liberty. Yes, sir. Uh, I enjoy that topic quite a bit because that's essentially what we did back uh, about a year and a half ago. But mm-hmm. instead of going to New Hampshire, we came out here to Wyoming. Did you move as part of the uh, uh, Free State West? Um, we met them back in 2007 and a bunch of great people. So in essence, we did. I never did join. I'm not much of a group uh, group joiner. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, I do frequent the forum over there. Um, I think that's at freestatewyoming.org. Uh, um, How's that going? There. It's going pretty good. Um, there's a, a good enclave of folks up in the northeast corner of Wyoming. Um, I'm not not over in that area. Uh, and that... Wyoming's such a big state. I think we're about 10 hours from over there. Wow. But uh, still in the state. And, and there's little pockets just about everywhere. Well, that's one of the reasons why New Hampshire uh, was, I think, a, a better choice, in my opinion, uh, because that it's much smaller. It's easier to get from place to place. It's you know no more than three hours from top to bottom for the for the most part. Uh, but Wyoming yeah, is small, uh, you know, is less populous. That's and, true, and that's so, one of the reasons. I mean, New Hampshire was one of the largest populated states among the states that were were chosen for the. There free was state a project. vote for the Free State mm-hmm. Project, wherein there were ten uh, candidate states. And Wyoming was one of them. I think it actually got second place, if I'm not mistaken. I did vote for it highly. I um, it was uh, Alaska that got second place. No, I believe Alaska was uh, was a little down. I think it was third or something okay. like that or fourth. But uh, yeah. nonetheless, what else? Uh, what have you experienced up there? I mean, is there any activism going on, or are people just kind of hunkering down and uh, you know waiting for the big one? Yeah, just <laughs> there, there's a good blend. Um, there's people that are active. There's uh, some guys out of Casper that are doing. Uh, a home brewery deal. Um, there's some guys that have done uh, some music uh, and uh, videos that are coming out of the Casper area. Um, Cheyenne has uh, a few lobbyists, um, essentially, you know, guys that that go in strictly off of donations, take their time away from work, and and go in and lobby the legislature. And one of the pluses out here is that our session is only 20, 20 days and forty days in alternate 
years. I think this year was a a 20-day budget year, and then next year is a 40-day. Meaning the uh, political operative types, the so-called reps, meet for 20 days or 40 days? Correct. Strictly, well, the, the executive side, obviously, is always in session, unfortunately. But, uh, but uh, yeah, the legislatures are only in there um, to do a, a short bit of work, and it, and it moves very quickly. So less great. time for mischief. Uh, th- that's great news. Uh, so, what what do you see? What do you foresee happening in the in the future? There, I mean, have uh, have many people uh, moved in? Uh, is it just a you know? It's it's slow going here in New Hampshire. I can tell you that. And we've got. I know that there are a lot more members here. Uh, that you know, that as far as there are over ten thousand people that have pledged to uh, to make the move to New Hampshire, and hundreds have already made the move. And of course, I'm always uh, a little bit impatient. I'd always like to see more people moving sooner rather than later. Is it something notice even noticeable there in uh, in Wyoming? People in, coming in? in certain pockets. Obviously, uh, it's not extremely organized. Um, so there's, you know, sort of like the herding cats mentality. Oh yeah. It's not organized just, here in any just way. It's fine yeah. with all of us. So, yeah. Um, Great. Well, but, where's uh, it? Where's the my, place my people can go I, to get, we came out, we brought eight with us. And is there, then, uh, is there but, any place people can go to get news about what's going on out there? Or is it just, you know, the occasional pretty phone much call? The forum, um, that's linked through, uh, through that website. I gave you the website's not really maintained very much, but the forum is essentially where, you know, each day there's 25 to 30 people at any given time. Obviously that probably pales in comparison to New Hampshire, but, uh, there's guys on there that are in state. There's guys um, that are out of state and looking to move people that have visited people that haven't visited yet. And, uh, essentially that's sort of how, how we got our, uh, I guess foot in the door out here was I got on that forum and, and just sort of, like things and and what really got me thinking about it was when we had our third child you know i was just looking at the future and and seeing things you know the fences getting higher and the Mm -hmm. the corral getting smaller on it on us and and what does that mean for our children and we were just looking for alternatives and and frankly i wanted a little bit of elbow room so we ended up out here in a county with about eight thousand people and five thousand square miles hey from where did you move i might have missed it if you said that earlier uh, from Ohio. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good place to be from. Hey, thanks yeah. for the call tonight. Let us know uh, as you you know as more stuff happens out there. Clue us in, will you? All right. We'll thanks. Thanks care. for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you because I like to hear about activism that's going on elsewhere. And as much as I might like uh, for everybody to just come here to New Hampshire, I know it's not right for everybody. Some people really like uh, living out west and and the feel that uh, comes along with those wide open spaces and uh, the low population and, and all that. Not that New Hampshire is incredibly populous or anything like that, uh, but compared to eight thousand people, uh, Cheshire County's got a hundred thousand. It sounds absolutely metropolitan uh, in, in comparison. But uh, so as much as I might like all of the liberty activists to make the move here to New Hampshire, it's not realistic. And I appreciate the competition. I'm glad there's another free state movement out there. There's even a free state Europe, from what I understand, as well, because it's pretty difficult to uh, make the move across international boundaries, even though people are doing that. There are international members of the Free State Project. But I think competition is good, right? I mean, competition raises all the boats, as long as it doesn't go to the point where, well, now we got 50 free state projects, because that's pointless well i think it would be it would be more efficient if we could get uh, everybody who's who's had an idea that they're going to have their state be the free one to pick up and move to new hampshire however you can't, you, you can't. i mean there's just no way to do that it's better to have and, the competition to get the you know the buzz going and to get people excited about like here even here in new hampshire there's a little internal competition between the different areas of the state 
And I think that's good, too. We've got freekeen.com that promotes Keen and uh, the activism that's going on here. And that it took a few, you know, few years, but it finally spawned an, an imitator in the form of freegrafton.com. Uh, and they're out there doing similar things as we are There's now. There's a free manch. There's net. Well, it's not really online. In that they're, they're working on it. They, they've got it up, which is good. It's it, it's good. It's a good step in the right direction. I posted about it over at Freekeen, so uh, it's, it's like a friendly competition. You know, we want everybody to succeed. I, I want to see the Wyoming folks uh, have success, but at the same time, I want more people to come here. So we got to go, we've got to up our game. We've got to make sure that New Hampshire is the most attractive, liberty-oriented destination out there. Uh, that's that's really what it comes down to is it, it's just got to be so good that people you know who care about this kind of thing have to pick up and move uh you know to to the free state yeah it needs and, to be a no-brainer and, and you know i think that you here's your options your options are you can belittle somebody who has the other idea the you know the free state west i i just don't think it's as good of an idea as, as the free state project at freestateproject.org but you know, uh, lots of people have ideas that I don't think are the best, and belittling them isn't going to get them to change their mind. Uh, you know, talking to them about the issues that are important to them are the ones that are. I'd rather see people take an action in whatever yeah. form that yeah. uh, that means something. And uh, speaking of taking action, I think, Sam, did you post something over at freekeen.com? I want to talk a little I just bit about did, it. Yeah. Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. This is Free Talk Live. You take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free. 800-259-9231 is the number. That's 1-800-259-9231, and it's brought to you by SACL CAI. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The main feature of the site actually allows you... Uh, the listener to control the content of the site. The, you look at the main column, you'll see all these different uh, items, stories, blog posts, videos, things like that. All was created by listeners like you. If it weren't for listeners like you, there'd be nothing there. So thanks to everybody who has participated. And if you haven't yet, it's really easy. Now even easier with a brand new Free Talk Live bookmarklet, uh, which you can learn more about over at freetalklive.com. It makes it very simple. As you're surfing around, to um, if you see something you want to share with our listeners, you just submit it to the website at freetalklive.com, and then other listeners will vote on whether they like or dislike your submission, and then uh, the most liked will make it to the front page of the website. Many more people are going to see what you put up there, and we're more likely to see it and talk about it on the air. So head over, get interactive, freetalklive.com. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. You can bring up absolutely anything. Uh, and uh, we are going to continue here. Now, we're talking about activism, and we just got off the phone with a gentleman who had made the move to Wyoming as part of the, well, I guess he didn't join the Free State Wyoming movement, but he was inspired uh, by the Free State Wyoming movement, which is a smaller competitor, uh, competitor to the Free State Project. It was inspired and created because of the Free State Project's existence, and I think that that's great. 
Uh, as I was saying before, I might like for everybody that loves liberty to come to New Hampshire, but I realize that that's not going to happen. However, I also realize that having two different organizations competing between two different states is uh, perhaps going to increase the total amount of people that come to both places because competition has a tendency to do that. It, it raises uh, all of the competitors up and uh, raises everybody up. Quality increases, uh, competitiveness results in uh, you know better service and things like that. So hopefully we'll see more people coming to New Hampshire simply because Free State Wyoming exists and people are looking into Free State and they find Free State Wyoming, then they find New Hampshire and they decide that, wow, that New Hampshire movement is a lot more exciting. There's a lot more going on there and uh, I want to get behind that. So we've got to be on the top of our game we've got to you know get, get the word out about what's happening here get people excited as you were saying mark people need to see this as the only option as the best the clearly best option for liberty in your lifetime and this is advice for anybody who's running a business or an organization that has competition in the marketplace. It is not about demeaning the other guy and his uh, way of doing things. It's about raising yourself up and making yourself the one that the customer is going to look at. They actually had the guy that started the Free State Wyoming. He's come out to a couple of the Free State Project events Boston here. Boston Tea, Tea Party. Party. Yeah. And uh, he's spoken there. And, and that's great. So uh, well, I like to focus on activism that's going on all around the country. Of course, so we've talked about the, uh, the folks down in Phoenix that are doing uh, activism there, and Austin's a pretty busy place. Orlando's really turning out to uh, to be a, an activist center, at least within the last few months. It's kind of uh, since there's some guys that went to Porkfest from uh, Orlando, the Porcupine Freedom Festival up here in New Hampshire. They carpooled with uh, two carloads full of people from Orlando to come up. I don't know if uh, either of you had a chance to meet those uh, those guys down there. Yep. You did. Really, really nice guys, and they were really excited about uh, New Hampshire and what's going on here. And they, they were to the point where they didn't want to wait. And and I normally recommend against that because usually you're alone. But they have a good group of people down there that they can do things together with, and so they're they're running with the ball and they're having a good time. They did the homeless feedings in violation of the city ordinance in Orlando that bans feeding of homeless people. Uh, or gathering with people, or whatever. I think it's it's gathering with homeless people, or feeding them uh, within two mile a two mile radius of city hall. Of city hall, yeah. <laughs> you just can't feed them near us. Right. We don't want those bums around us. So they came out and they uh, they violated that law now twice, announcing it in advance, getting press coverage, great civil disobedience, great coverage. They couldn't have asked for you know a better situation. I mean, the second time around they didn't get as much media coverage, which is unfortunate. But what can you do, right? You're not in charge of. Of what they decide to cover. But they're doing something else tonight, by the way. They're doing a cop watch tonight there in uh, in Orlando. Apparently, it's Orlando where we didn't talk about this last night, but uh, it, it, I believe it appeared on our website where an 84-year-old man has had his neck broken uh, in an encounter with the police. I don't have all the details on it, but 84-year-old man. He was a clear threat. Yeah. There's only so much of a threat that an unarmed 84-year-old man could possibly be. So they're going to be protesting that by doing a cop watch, and I don't remember where it was, but it's the same. I think it's the same crew of folks that are doing the the feeding the homeless. And so, like, right on, man, more power to you. We'd like to hear about that, uh, that kind of stuff. So if, if activism's going on, we'd like to promote it. And Sam, you found a video on YouTube 
that we're not going to we're not going to play the audio from it here, um, but it's it's pretty good. It may actually be worth playing later. I'll have to maybe give it a closer listen. But you can hear it and you can see it for yourself if you go to freekeen.com. And it doesn't have anything to do with what's happening here in Keen. We just wanted to post it there so we could get it out to people. And because uh, really, Free Keen is turning into as popular of a website as Free Talk Live. It's I was looking at the numbers the other night, nice. and it's. Maybe a thousand or so visits less per month than Free Talk Live is pretty much on par. So if you want, we want people to see something, putting it there is, is a good idea. And, and these guys in Atlanta, Georgia did a kick butt job of encountering a police officer on the streets. Now we had Adam Miller on last night from LibertyOnTour.com and he kind of got caught up in what I believe was, was a trap. Uh, did you see the video? I did, yeah. Uh, where the, the police are coming up to their RV. They're parked. They weren't driving. They, the police come up to the RV and they ask the classic opening line contact question. Because when you're on the street and you're not driving, the cops can come up and talk to you. It's called a contact. If the police sure. come Cop up to you. can go and talk to anybody, right? Yeah, you nice day, isn't it? How are you today? What's your name? You know, whatever it is the opener is, they can come up and ask you whatever questions they want. They're a free person on the street just like you in that particular uh, instance. And like with anybody else on the street, you can ignore them and go about your business. And so when the cop asked Adam that, uh, that classic question of, can I speak to you for a second? And I'm paraphrasing, but that's essentially what they, Hey, can I talk to you for a second? Oh, no, thank you. That wasn't his response. He talked to the police, and that led to them wanting more information from him and they, you know, them thinking that he was withholding information and led to them arresting him and holding him in a jail cell overnight. These guys in Atlanta encountered a cop on the street, and how did they handle that situation, Sam? It was brilliant. They just uh, they looked at the guy and uh, sat there and stared at him. And they asked one the question. Part. There was only one question that they asked. Am I being detained? Right. Which I think is the wrong question. Um, de- detained is their sort of magical legal term where mm-hmm. you're not under arrest, but yet you're not free to leave. And if you try and leave, then we'll tackle you and put handcuffs on you, and then you will be under arrest. You're in arrest. legal limbo, basically. So, you think, am I free to go is better? Am I free to go? Am I under arrest? They'll say, well, no, you're not free to go. You're being detained. Well, am I under arrest? Well, no, no, you're not under arrest. Oh, then I'm free to go. No, 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 you're not free to go. So you, you can just sort of keep them contradicting themselves if you ask, am I under arrest, am I free to go, rather than am I being detained? Because then they just say yes, and you know, you've know you stepped into their little trap. In this case, he didn't say yes. Uh, no. In this case, it's well, still they have better to have some to... level of, uh, of, of reasoning behind detaining somebody, right? I mean, they have they to have do. probable yeah, cause, probable right? Cause. Uh-huh. Is it pro- wait, is it probable cause a reasonable, articulable suspicion? I think that, it's RAS. That is probable cause. No, yeah. I think there's a, there's a, there's a difference. Uh, and I'll have, to, I'll have to I'll have to it's actually I learned this from Boston Tea Party when I read uh, his book You and the Police back in the 1990s when I was just growing into this whole liberty uh, this <laughs> mindset and uh, so we'll maybe but basically their approach here even though it may not have been perfect and it never is because when you're under pressure and the cops are on the street and they've got guns and they're intimidating it's hard to it's hard to get the right words out and this cop is to, intimidating <laughs> yeah well he's trying not to be, he's trying to act like he's Mr. Nicey Nice and he's asking, well, hey, I'm just asking what your name is and things like that. How are you doing? And, yeah, hey, how are you? And holding out his hand to shake hands with people and things like that. And it's it's an interesting video because the the young people in this video, probably, what, 23 maybe, 20, yeah. 20 years old? They're not very old. Uh, they are asking, they just come right back every time with this question of, well, am I being detained? And it's better to come back with a question 
than to answer a question. Mm-hmm. And the cop even realizes that he's not getting his questions answered and at one point bemoans it in the video. Well, you're asking questions and I'm asking questions and I'm not getting any answers. And he, 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 he's like a, like a robot almost in the way that he just kind of keeps resetting and trying the same tactic over and over again, just asking the same question, putting <laughs> out his hand, trying to talk to different people because there are multiple people, which is an important factor. Yep. Multiple people, multiple cameras. Now, not a whole boatload of people. Three of them, I think, is all that was involved. There were two cameras, uh, one young lady, two young men, and none of them were having any of this from the police. They were all just basically standing fast and refusing to answer this man's questions. And the, the cop is completely befuddled. Flummoxed. He got his friend to stand off to the side, pull his, I think it's his personal cell phone out, and the start cop. recording a video. Yeah, the other cop. So they had we'll no clue what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they just don't know how to handle it. They're so used to people being docile, so used to obedience, so used to you just answering whatever questions they ask. You refuse to answer their questions. You ask a question back, and you keep asking that question back. They just can't handle it. The guy did not know what to do. And the video is great. It's up right now at freekeen.com. More coming up here. Hour three is on the way. You take control of the airwaves. Uh, money on the way. Free talk. How long can you hold your breath? <sighs> Not long. After air, water is the most critical factor for life. There are dozens of toxic substances in tap water, even pharmaceutical drugs that city processing can't remove. Sadly, most bottled water isn't much better. The chemicals in the bottles themselves are a serious health concern and a huge environmental problem. Filtering your own drinking water is the logical answer. You'll have a much better quality of water and save a bunch of money, too. Aquasana filters are thorough and more affordable per gallon than even pitcher-type filters. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumers Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart. 1-866-NO-BOTTLE. Mike was open. 800-259-9231. Hope you enjoyed that. 1-800-259-9231. You take control of the airwaves as we launch here into the third hour of the program. And uh, you can join us online at freetalklive.com. You'll find that the features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. You'll find a bunch of great stuff, and it's all thanks to listeners like you who have actively participated in creating... And continuing to create the content for the website every single day. There's something fresh there at freetalklive.com. Again, thanks to listeners like you. So, uh, 800-259-9231. Coming up, uh, Sam, you're going to tell us about the economy, gold specifically, and some of the shenanigans that are uh, that are going on behind exactly. the scenes. Uh, allegedly, we'll go first, though, to your phone calls. And Tim, oh, and also Living Forever, Mark. You're going to touch on that if we get a chance. Tim wants to do that. is in North Carolina. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Tim. Tim, in North Carolina, going once. Tim, How you doing? You're on the air, doing great. What's on your mind? Uh, I wasn't actually asking you. I was just quoting that cop from the video you were talking about. <laughs> that was hilarious. 
Yeah, the video is posted for those just tuning in uh, right now at freekeen.com. It is the top post there, and it's of some activists in Atlanta who really appear to know exactly how to handle uh, the police. They're doing a really kick-butt job of refusing to answer the police's questions on the street and in uh, instead just batting questions right back at them and doing it all on video. And they actually had two different cameras, which they edited together into the same video. So it really, it turned out really nice. Uh, but go ahead with your thoughts, Tim. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, I heard you guys had a caller earlier about the uh, parking uh, ticket thing. I got one of those uh, parking violations uh, Friday, last Friday night, and uh, I think I'm going to fight it. All right, so where are you in North Carolina? Uh, just, uh, this was in Raleigh. I live outside of Raleigh, mm-hmm. uh, the so-called capital city or whatever. Now, what, is it, uh, what does it entail to fight a parking ticket? Because as we were saying earlier, the systems are different around the country in the different uh, 50 different states. Some of them, they want you to pay court costs if you lose. Uh, what are the, what are the, the risks involved here? Uh, yeah, the, it, this uh, $30 fund is going to be $50 after uh, October 8th, uh, probably about a $100 court cost. But I'm going to fight it. Uh, I plan on winning the, uh, the battle there. Uh, I'm actually in the process now of, with my buddy, we're going to start up the uh, No State Project, North Carolina, something I'm in the process of uh, getting done here here recently. What, what is your what is your plan there? Uh, well, you know, I've read uh, Adventures in Legal Land probably about three times. and uh, It's a great book by our friend Mark Stevens. Uh, yeah, and I, I took the class up there at Pork Fest. I was up there. Uh, one thing i got to tell Sam, uh, congratulations. Last time I caught in a couple weeks ago, uh, pretended to be God, and he got me with that question, uh, saying that I should have known what he was thinking. I don't know if he remembers that. From <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember. Ago. This is God. Yeah, yeah, that was me. Uh, <laughs> so, wait a minute. You came up to the Porcupine Freedom Festival. You hung out for a weekend with uh, some of the most awesome liberty-oriented people in the entire planet, and you still want to stay in North Carolina? What did uh, we do wrong? Just just about, uh, i, I got to have about one more year. i got to get my car paid off, save up a little bit more cash. Should be up there uh, within a year, year and oh, a half. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, I think by no, by starting a no state project in North Carolina, you're talking basically a study group or a, a group of people who are oh. applying the Mark Stevens strategies it's, it's, in court. Uh, and, yeah, following the uh, motions. Having yeah, people. sharing We've best had, practices. Uh, successes there with that, and you I'm going to fight this ticket myself and try to videotape as much of it as I can. Get that up. Uh, maybe send it to you guys. Yeah, that'd be great. The more uh, approaches we can see people trying in court, the better to get some idea of what works and what right. doesn't. You know, the Mark Stevens approach sounds great when you're reading Adventures in Legal Land, but when the rubber hits the road and you're the one thinking about taking whatever case it is t- uh, to court and using it, it suddenly gets a lot scarier. And well, it's tough because these these bureaucrats are in there doing this every day. They know all the tricks. They know how to sort of twist the words or... Uh, do sort of in runs around where you're going or what you're trying to ask, and so you have to sort of get some level of competency, and it's a it's certainly a learning curve. Yep. Yeah, but I look forward to having more people who are willing to to take unusual approaches, mm-hmm. make the move up here to New Hampshire, because a lot of people will get on. They'll come over on the Freekeen forum at forum.freekeen.com, and they'll say, "Well, you guys need to do this and this and this and this." And uh, usually the response is, come on up, show us how it's done, because there have been a lot of people who've come in and, and said that this will work, and I've tried to take some of their ideas and, and run with them, and you know they don't have any more success than any other approach. So I, I, I hope that, uh, that uh, you have some success down there, and 
and that you can I'm publicize. I'm going to bring two it. people with me to New Hampshire. So you got uh, a couple more coming from North Carolina too. Awesome, nice. That's fantastic. So, uh, so to go back to uh, the, you were, I guess you were originally calling about uh, what was it? The the, was the, the video you guys were just talking about. Ah, uh, yes. Well, then there was the parking t- the parking ticket, right? So, so you've got court costs that uh, that you're facing. It's thirty dollars. So you're putting in a challenge right out the gate. You're not going to let it get up to fifty. You're you're just going to file a notice of appeal. I, on the way up to New Hampshire, I did the same thing. I went through uh, the toll toll booth coming through New York City. Uh, they sent me a, a fee, and I filed a uh, three-page notice or two-page notice of appeal, and uh, they sent me something back through the mail saying that they were going to just drop the fee. Wait a minute. You just blew process. through a toll booth? Uh, well, see, uh, when you come through New York City, uh, first time ever doing it, they, there's this upper level and lower level split. Our direction said to go lower level which was all the easy pass things versus the pay cash thing. Mm-hmm. And there's no way to back up. It's like a yeah. quarter mile back, and we had right. it's 1230 at night. There's cars behind us. So I just had to, to uh, graze on through there. And uh, they snapped my picture, sent me the thing in the mail, probably a week after I got back from Porkfest. Mm. And uh, so I, I just drafted a little notice of appeal. I, I gave them 11 questions to answer. Uh, you know, just challenging their standing, challenging their their jurisdiction, and they they tossed it out. They said that they sent me a letter back saying that they weren't going to uh, process this and that, you know, have a nice really? day. Really? Will you post that at bbs.freetalklive.com or freekeen.com? Yeah, or the Freekeen forum. On the forum. The, and, uh, uh, the, the, the appeal notice or the thing they sent me in the mail? All of the appeal. How, how you did it. Uh, if you, because... You know, people get people get they they make these things so difficult to uh, figure out how to use them. They're intended for the locals to pay the 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 toll, and for people who are not local to pay fines. And they're just they're complicated. Uh, oftentimes, in Chicago, you had to pull over to uh, to pay the fine while you're going by. You're just supposed to know that you're supposed to pull over. It's crazy. And uh, I, you know, if they send you these fines, most people just send them uh, send them some money. I want to know how to how to uh, you know what questions do you. What are the magic questions? Yeah, I mean, if we could post a document up that uh, people can file as they make the move to New Hampshire and just <laughs> blow through the uh, the toll booths. So, yeah, well, I, you know, there, there was about eight tolls. Yeah. And I didn't intend to, to not pay. It just worked out that way. Sure, so, sure. Perfect chance to uh, to try some of uh, these. I made up the questions. They're based on uh, questions that I read in the book, and I kind of just added to them a little bit. And they said if I come, if I get caught in uh, New York, uh, city that they may they have the option to assess the penalty then but they weren't going to uh follow it down to north carolina and and try to do anything with it so i just gotta stay the heck out of new york city okay so it wasn't a total win so that they, they yeah, didn't yeah. really drop the uh the charge they're just not pursuing it at this moment is well, that you could, could not answer my question they weren't going to answer my questions but of yeah i can not. i can definitely post those and I should be able to find the uh, letter that they sent. Yeah, usually when it comes to the the, the tough questions that Mark Stevens asks, uh, he understands he's usually not going to. Once he gets through a few of them, he's not going to get responsive answers to the questions. Uh, it's an interesting approach. I'm a big fan of Mark, and I like his work. And I'm 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 actually in the middle of the book right now. Uh, Adventures in Legal Land is his book. You can go to markstevens.net to learn more about his approach. He's got a YouTube channel where he kind of talks a little bit about what he does and some some free articles online as well. That's Mark with a C. Uh, markstevens.net. And uh, look forward to having you up here. And uh, definitely, if you get a chance, post some of your stuff over at forum.freekeen.com. And uh, and thanks.
for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Who knows what's going to uh, to work when it comes to these bureaucrats? They're, it seems like the only thing that's consistent is their inconsistency and their arbitrariness as to what will be successful. It, yeah, it, it, it's it's confusing. So, toll-free number here, 800-259-9231. You take control of the airwaves. You dial in toll-free and bring up whatever's on your mind. Still to come, the gold situation. Does it even exist? Well, if it's in your hands, you know it does. But if it's somewhere else, Sam's going to tell us some of that story here in a little bit. 800-259-9231. It's Free Talk Live. Notorious space pirate Phoebus Crumb had retired to a frontier world, only to see it destroyed by raiders. Now, Crumb is given a new ship, a new crew, and a dangerous new mission. Infiltrate deep within enemy territory and destroy a deadly dreadnought that threatens the balance of galactic power. Follow the illustrated adventures of L. Neal Smith's Phoebus Crumb online now at bigheadpress.com slash pk. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. With lots of features there for you, including the Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing their listeners of the program. Head over to shrine.freetalklive.com, see it for yourself, and if you're a lady listener, you can get involved in the Shrine. The details are there at shrine.freetalklive.com. Coming up, Mark, you're going to tell us about living forever. Maybe some advances have uh, been made in science. We'll find out what they have to say. It's going to happen, right? If we get a chance, it feels like it's inevitable. But uh, in the before we get to that, though, Sam, you've got something about the gold supply. Yeah, there's a video that actually one of the other co-hosts, Wayne, sent me, and hopefully I'm not stealing his thunder. But I thought it was fantastic. It's uh, a guy named Mark Kaiser interviewed this guy named Jim Willie, who is one of the... Uh, insiders that runs a newsletter talking about gold and some of the scandals and <clears throat> and things that are going on there. And uh, in this in this video, which you can find if you go to obscuredtruth.com and look in my favorites on the YouTube channel, it's the top one right there. Um, in the video, he talks about you know a number of shady things have been going on. Uh, there's been talk about the derivatives and the ETFs, the exchange traded funds uh, like GLD where you can go into the stock market and you can buy a share of GLD. And supposedly when you buy this share at some point, if you want to trade that in and actually... What is that, a company that... It's, uh, a, it's a company that is basically supposed to be taking money from people who invest through the stock market, going out, buying physical gold, and then keeping it in the warehouse. Okay. So then if I decide, all right, I, I own uh, you know five shares or five ounces of gold and I, I want delivery of that, they'll send me the gold. Right. But it's really a, a, it's a shill company in the sense that these uh, brokerages have gotten together and said, we're sick and tired of losing some of our customers to uh, gold purveyors. Yep. And we want instead to be able to sell stocks that are for gold. And I can tell you, my, uh, a good friend of mine who's, uh, you know handles my stock purchases, he's basically, he said this to me sort of early on in his career, well, I can get you gold. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. by that he meant this GLD stock, and he didn't actually mean gold that I could ho- hold in my hand. And so the problem is with these with these funds or these stocks is that 
they're not actually keeping the gold in physical possession and that they've created derivatives where they're basically doing a fractional reserve system just like with the with the dollar. Well, now, is this the similar thing? Because it, wasn't it J.P. Morgan that was doing the same thing with silver? Wasn't there news a few months, like a month no, was or, or two ago? Was it also gold? Okay, yeah. well, there, is this the same crew or is this a different group doing the same scam? Where well, JP, wasn't it the JP Morgan Bank that was caught red handed doing this, where they were selling gold, but they didn't know they only had like 1% of it actually on hand to if somebody ever wanted to cash Morgan. in? And this is th- these kind of news stories come regularly out of the gold bug arena. Well, that, that was a way for uh, for them to, to sell stuff they didn't have. Obviously, but also to drive down the price of gold, wasn't it? Well, okay, now there, I hadn't heard about the 1% in reserve, but what has happened is I think the uh, FTC or somebody has changed the rules, and they've uh, Chase, J.P. Morgan, and uh, uh, one of the other brokerages. Chase is J.P. Morgan. Yeah, but one of the other brokerages has shut down their gold uh, trade futures trading desk. And what they would do with that is they would manipulate the price of gold by buying all of these options. And a, a typical con, a, a typical number of contracts for gold would be thirty thousand. Uh, over the last few months, that number is three hundred thousand. So they are meaning people that want to do a deal on well, on gold. meaning that th- those are contracts outstanding. Those are shorts on gold. Meaning they're betting that the price of gold will go down by purchasing all of these contracts, and they're they're using all of these options to sort of artificially suppress the price of gold and keep it low. And so they're they're it's basically kind of a, a financial terrorism on gold to to keep the price low so that uh, you know the the cracks right, and if they're don't selling, show. If they're selling gold that doesn't actually exist. They can sell it at the whatever price because it's not really supply and demand. They're just making up the supply. Exactly. So that helps keep the price down too. And because they're the brokerage, they're they're using their position to sort of uh, do this through fiat, to where they're they're not actually out any gold. It's it, we're getting into sort of a complex area, but yes, they they they've recently shut those those uh, groups down. Was the news uh, a few weeks ago, and that may be what you're referring to. So they're they're price-fixing mechanism, one of those has been disabled. And then when I saw this video, it was very interesting. It talked about there was a uh, – the Bank of International Settlements had a, a huge problem uh, with a 340-ton uh, gold swap contract where 340 they, tons of gold. Of gold, yep. This okay. is big bucks. How do they ship that? Brinks, armored uh, security. In the truck, but, uh, you know, I can imagine they could put a, a series of armored trucks, but what, do they have an armored ship? That way they put this on a battleship? <laughs> do they put this as an aircraft carrier? I it's mean, a good question. 300 tons of gold? Somebody might want to steal that. You, you would think, yeah. Well, that was the, the story, and there were some cover stories and so forth that came out, but then shortly after that... Uh, the Portugal, the Portuguese, which is one of these countries that is bankrupt and not looking so hot, they did an audit and came up with uh, about 340 tons worth of gold. So the speculation is that that was some sort of emergency shipment in order to to move the gold in so that it could be audited, kind of like Ron Paul's trying to do here in the United States. They want he wants to audit uh, Fort Knox now, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I'd love I'd love to see what happens when you audit the Fed, when you audit Fort Knox. I, I want to know all these things, I, but. 
this this might be a good example of what's going to happen when the audits go through. That, that they'll just put gold there to make it look like it's really there. They they've borrowed. I mean, there there are other stories where uh, people were taking physical delivery from the GLD. This is how they found out it was derivatives, and they didn't have it, and they were offering people a three or four hundred dollar premium per ounce of gold in order to not yeah. take the physical possession, but instead three take the story. Wait, when you say a three or four hundred dollar premium, meaning they were they were asking the customer was asking for the gold they thought they owned and then the bank or the whoever the dealer was was coming back and saying tell you what instead of the gold how about we just give you some cash yeah was well the gold's uh, an ounce of gold was at a thousand mm-hmm. uh, per ounce okay and so the customer said i want my 400 ounce bar because these are industrial lots we're talking about yeah and so instead they come back and say well how about if we just give you fourteen hundred dollars per ounce cash equivalent now, this is all, of course, in the area of sort of speculation because it's a um, you're, you're never going to get a news story on this. You're never going to get documentation. You know, the people that take the take the gold, what, what's their interest in telling you this information? You know, it's 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 very difficult to to, to really nail this stuff down. But, but what it, happened, though, out of that, some of uh, oh gosh, the another one of the newsletter guys that was a huge gold uh, dealer. Uh, some of his customers that get his newsletter got 400-ounce bars that were stamped from the Canadian Mint. So it looks like there's all of this sort of uh, a shell game going on with all of the central banks shipping gold around behind the scenes to cover each other to keep the scam going because they hmm. created such huge derivatives. Now, what's happened is... Some of the billionaires have started to get a little sketchy and decided, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and take physical possession of my gold, and they conducted some raids, and we'll have to raids. get into that when uh, we yeah, come back. Yeah, I want to find out what you mean by that. 800-259-9231, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up whatever's on your mind to control of the airwaves. That's why we call it Free Talk Live. 800-259-9231. We're coming up. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You bring up what you want. Dial in toll-free, 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. You will find the features are free. Got a lot of stuff there, too, including our news updates, listening options, archives, and more. It's all given to you on the house. So enjoy over at freetalklive.com. Have you ever considered taking your case to court without an attorney? Jurisdictionary.com is the course for you. As a matter of fact, I got a uh, ticket on Sunday while uh, attending the Highland Games here in in New Hampshire, and I'm going to do just this. I'm going to use the the stuff I learned in Jurisdictionary. I'm going to review the course and uh, take this this ticket to court. Uh, It's only a hundred bucks, but it's a hundred bucks. I don't want to give to the government to, in order to continue their nonsense. And if you were going to hire a lawyer, then you'd be out way more than a hundred. A heck of a lot more. Uh, Jurisdictionary.com works for plaintiffs and defendants. It costs less than an hour with any good attorney. So easy the average eighth grader can use it. The complete CD course, it, um, you can go through it in a, a, a single weekend and You'll learn all the things about the filing, the forms, and the, the motions, and all that stuff. It's jurisdictionary.com. 
All right, so we're talking about gold, and we'll get to your phone calls here in uh, just a, a bit, but I want to make sure, Sam, you have a chance to tell the rest of the story here. So, so far, from what I understand, there have been some shenanigans, and mm-hmm. we've been we've talked about some of these in the past to some extent, maybe not the exact same ones, but uh, where these brokerages or these banks are, are selling what is advertised as gold, but it's really just a piece of paper that says that you own gold, that when you actually try to get the gold on, they don't have it, so they're offering cash to people instead. Well, we'll give you premium over the spot price if you'll just take cash instead of demanding the gold because they don't actually have it because they've just been selling gold that they can't actually back up. Mm-hmm. Some would suggest that that's because they want to keep uh, the, the, the demand supplied with something to satiate the buyers into thinking they actually have gold and keep the price of gold down. Uh, because that benefits them and the people that are kind of inside the system. Well, and they know that if gold skyrockets, it's going to open people's eyes to just how bad the financial system is. So it's a way of sort of sweeping things under the rug. Right. And and the people at these institutions like J.P. Morgan are pretty much federal agents. I mean, they're not mm-hmm. working for the feds. They're the but ones getting the bailouts. They're tied in. <laughs> it ain't to, you gets getting a bailout. Right, they're it's tied their in executives directly. who work for the who head up the Treasury, Geithner and Paulson and so forth. And, yeah. So they're running a protection uh you know they're, they're running protection for their buddies at the the federal reserve and the, the federal government so on top of all that they're also allegedly shuffling gold around from bank to bank when audits are being done mm-hmm. there's ev- some evidence of that apparently that uh that they're they're basically using the same gold whenever an audit is done that the central banks are moving the same amount of gold around in order to make it look like the gold's really there. And there was another story where uh, the audited gold was coin melt. Now, the only the only nation that to do 400-ounce bars of coin melt is the United States when they did the gold confiscation, and apparently this came out of uh, Fort That was Knox. in the 30s. Yeah, back then. So, the, you know, this gold, there's there are all kinds of shenanigans and several stories like this. Um, so what happened recently is the London metal, metal, metals exchange market went dark for a while. All of their data sort of was closed off to the public. They said, oh, if you're a member, you know, you can, you can see this, but you have to pay 25,000 pounds and have three references and so forth. So it was a, kind of a scam, really, mm-hmm. uh, shady stuff going on. And the inside word is that a group of, of billionaires, these are oil sheiks from uh, the Middle East, uh, billionaire businessmen from China and so forth. These guys have allocated accounts. Now, when you buy shares of gold, you don't, it's not allocated. Uh, when, you, uh, when you have an allocated account, your gold is actually accounted for. It's kept separate. You, know, you have a sort of spot in the vault where your money's kept, and it's, and it's separate from everybody else so that, you're that you important. can come and you're not get just it. A, you're not just an accounting uh, roster, a, a line on a roster that says this is the amount you have, and yours is just thrown in with everybody else's. Right. They've got a special section that can be separately audited, that kind of thing. Exactly. And so what's happened, though, is apparently these brokerages have been going in and raiding these allocated accounts to help cover for some of the shenanigans that are going on. So what these billionaires... Because they figure the billionaire is not going to take claim on this much gold, right, that they Exactly. Have. Exactly. Uh, the billionaires then set up two insiders who were uh, watching the supply and knew where the gold was being moved around and where it would be stored at certain times. And according to their contracts for their accounts, they can go in and do raids and audits and so forth to collect their gold. So these are legal raids, but the London uh, exchange market thought, oh, they'll never be able to pull anything like this off. Mm-hmm. They go in with armed guys, though, right? I I don't know. That's what a raid usually I think is. So, but. 
they pulled it off. And so they went in and they heisted their gold out. And in the contract, they can do this every 10 to 14 days. And so the word is that these brokerages are having to go out and buy gold on the open market in, in order to cover for all of the derivatives that they've made and in order to cover for the gold that these billionaires have pulled out and gotten out, out of the, the country to Hong Kong or to uh, you know somewhere else where it's safe. Meaning gold's going up in price? Well, what happened last week? It hit a record high. Like four times. Yeah. Interesting. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's, you don't, there's nothing firm on this, right? It's just the insiders are saying this. It, well, I mean, the, uh, the fact that the London Metals Exchange went dark is true. Mm-hmm. The fact that the, the, con, the swap for the 340 million ounce, uh, 340 tons of gold that's true and verified. Right. The, 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 the Portuguese story read, thing is verified. The story I read you on the the, the premiums and um, you know that that they didn't have the money to to, to back it up. That was an AP story. Mm-hmm. It wasn't you know it wasn't one of the speculative things. There's there's a lot of hints in here, and and these people are trying to fill in the cracks of of knowledge, and I can totally appreciate why they would try to do that. And his source is one of the billionaires who's doing this. Gotcha. And so they are out for blood to break these guys because they told them, oh. Sir, we will keep your gold. It, it'll be right here in vault slot number sure, four thirty one, and <laughs> and you can come and get it anytime you want. And they have screwed them. Hmm. So now they're like, all right, we're going to come in and be conducting raids. They've got insiders who are who know where the gold's being moved around, who are, have been paid off by the billionaires, right. and they're going to keep going after that gold, which means. The game. Billionaires versus bankers. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's great. But it also means that the, the sort of the ball is coming unraveled. I mean, things right. are starting to break all over the place. And we know that uh, because of all these derivatives, the price of gold has been artificially uh, kept low. And because of the false inflation numbers, I mean, if you... If you just use the government's inflation numbers, gold should be at uh, two to three thousand dollars an ounce. If you use the shadow stats numbers, uh, where you know the real inflation rate, it should be somewhere between six to eight thousand an ounce. And the shadow stats guy, by the way, uh, two weeks ago came out and said, "I believe we're going to reach hyper." That he said hyperinflation may start as early as six to nine months from today. I hope he's wrong about that. But yeah, all same here. I don't, I don't want to see Very this interesting. stuff. But it, it's something you need to kind of consider. Yeah, you know, and, like and Gerald Salente, another one of the forecasters who's been right about a lot of things, uh, uh, six months ago or eight eight months ago, called two, 2010 the Great Crash of 2010. So all of these things sort of seem to be pointing in the same direction. The gold market's coming unraveled, and if you're thinking about buying gold, now would probably be a pretty good time to do it. That's a tough thing, right? Because normally when I'm, when I'm buying gold or silver, I'm not buying it as an investment. I'm no. buying it to hedge my bets on the on cash because cash is always going to lose value the only question is how quickly it's been uh, losing value right. you're actually buying back the value that the that the gold that the, of the cash that you that's been stolen from you the value that's been stolen from you in the gold because at this point if what these things say are true and i'm not going to make those predictions i don't know these yeah. things i'm not going no to risk they may right. have another I'm not card risk that with the listeners but i will say I believe it, and I'm buying precious metals. So yeah, they may have another card up their sleeve where they'll be able to do something else to push the price back down to you know a thousand again. And, but if you if you wait and you want to see if that happens, then it may just keep going up. And then so if you if you just buy for the fact of protecting your wealth, then eventually, I mean, what was gold uh, a decade ago? Two hundred, three hundred dollars, something like that. Yeah, two fifty. So I mean, there's no doubt that it goes in a certain direction. 
So get in while you can is the is the game. I mean, silver. I bought it a few years back at ten at nine or ten dollars an ounce, and recently I bought some more at twenty three. So <laughs> at least I have silver. You know, I don't feel too bad. I try you know I try not to beat myself up like oh I should have bought then or I should have bought now or whatever. Better to have it than not. 800-259-9231. And you can get some over at gold.freetalklive.com. There's more coming up. You take control. We wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers. Their $3 per month helps us spread Free Talk Live and gets them access to perks at amp.freetalklive.com. Talk Live. Moments remain. Perhaps enough time for your call. If you make it right now, 800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Sam. And Mark. Sam is here from ObscuredTruth.com. Great site to visit if you want to get some uh, excellent liberty-oriented uh, documentary work, news packages, that kind of thing. In fact, uh, Sam, what are you working on right now? Oh, some uh, non-campaign ads for one of the local uh, guys running for sheriff here, Eli Rivera. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) They'll be up on Free Keen. All right, cool, cool. We'll look forward to seeing that. People can uh, can go to obscuredtruth.com, hit the subscribe button, and you'll keep an eye on uh, what happens uh, with uh, Sam's videos uh, as he releases them. So 800-259-9231, we go to your phone calls to the fun. Joe is in Tennessee on the amp lines. Hello, Joe. Hey, guys. How you doing? What's on your mind tonight? Doing great. Well, actually, while you guys are talking about gold, uh, you know, it's a lot of places you can get gold for near spot, but how do you get rid of it? I mean, the liquidity of it is the only problem I have with just purchasing a bunch of it. It just seems like you have to take such a hit when you're trying to get rid of it unless you're in a place like New Hampshire where people are accepting it as, as currency. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't totally uh, – I, I just don't have that experience well, that you're talking about. Don't any, buy any, so much that you need to get rid of it. Well, any coin shop that you take it to, they'll buy it typically right then. Well, what he's saying is you'll take a hit you'll if take, you do that. You'll take some hit on but the spot. But, but that's because you bought too much, right? I mean, if you're buying a certain, if you take a percentage of the money that you would normally be saving and you put and you turn that into gold, you still have other cash that you're saving. So hopefully you still have enough cash to do pay your bills and stuff like that. I wouldn't recommend putting all of your money in gold. That's that means you'd have to be turning it over and trying to sell it and things the like that. The best way, but of it, course, is eBay. Um, and yeah, there's, I think the best place is Craigslist. I mean, I if you know. put it out on Craigslist and you sell it even just at spot, I, I don't think you would have much trouble getting rid of, unless you're, you know, 50 ounces, uh, that's going to sit there for a while, especially if you're trying to sell it in one lot. But if you'll sell one ounce or five ounces or, you know, one or two ounces at a time, people will buy that even if it's just at spot. People will pay a premium for it. Okay, great. I didn't know it was. A, My, you could just do that on eBay too. It won't be long before the government shuts that down as well. Yeah, well, yeah, eBay, you're, eBay, you're going to pay all of their fees and so forth. My dad buys mm-hmm. a lot of gold off of uh, Craigslist, and he tries to pay ten percent. If if he can get something for ten percent over spot, he thinks that's a great deal. Oh, well, that's excellent. The other thing I called about was uh, Adam Mueller, the whole call bank thing that we did yesterday. We, you know, a lot of people online were making phone calls. Yeah, Adam, was one of those people, Adam Miller from uh, LibertyOnTour.com. We it had just an ex- looks like Mueller when you see it spelled. Yeah, we had an extended uh, conversation with him last night about his arrest in Las Vegas. And you're right, uh, the activists around Liberty activists around the country picked up their phones and they called the jail and they called the prosecutor, they called the uh, the court and they called these bureaucrats to let them know how they felt. What were you going to say about it? Go ahead. Uh, maybe we could like a, create a playbook for the future. Like I called the Las Vegas Review Journal, the mayor's office, the uh, city manager's office, and it seemed like those places are, you know, they have more of a uh, of a pull where you want people calling the jail that are 
in places above them, just calling the bureaucrats that are, that are themselves responsible for it. I like that. Somebody suggested that last night uh, the, on the show. I think it's a great idea to call the prosecutor's office yep. and, and pressure them to drop the charges because the jailers are just doing their jobs. Somebody, that was me. But was also, that you? I thought it was a caller. That, anyway. But letting the jailers know that there are people watching, that you need to get the person a blanket and make sure that you're yeah, giving that them basic too. rights, I think that's important. It's been, it's been successful. It's just that uh, you know the, the people that want to do something want to do something more. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, you know, the one call to the jail is is works. But you've gotta, what you've got to remember is these bureaucrats learn from what happens. They took oh, the yeah. phone off the hook at yeah, one So point. you've got to be prepared to do other things. And yeah. one of those other things, I think, is calling the prosecutor's office. And also, like it was the the Review Journal, which is Las Vegas's main newspaper. They they seem to be the most receptive to to like wanting the details about the story. And I, I think they'd have the most impact on who the, who they contacted for information. Because mm-hmm. if you've got you know the main media source in the area calling your jail asking you what are you doing holding this person and, and investigating as a, some sort of civil rights story. Right, or if uh, they're think, calling the prosecutor or the mayor's office or city councilors, things like that. People who can put pressure right. on their underlings to uh, to make a change. I think that was just a huge success. I was so overwhelmingly impressed with the the response and then the outcome. So, yeah, because I mean, it, it looked it, pretty it, dire. Like right, it looked pretty dire up front. Everybody thought they were going to keep him in jail. That was the initial word. And then all, all of a sudden, they just threw him out into the street, literally just threw him out of a van in, in the middle of nowhere or in the middle of the city. I guess it was in the middle of the city, but he didn't have any way of getting in touch with anybody. So it was shocking that, that they released yeah, him. Big, big, Big big props to Adam for just having the, 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 the sack to stay in jail and say, hey, don't bail me out. Let's see this through. So I really appreciate, uh, you know, I'm not in New Hampshire just yet, but uh, I really appreciate everybody who's doing everything, and it's very cool to see. Right on. Well, we look forward to having you here, Joe. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. Mark, tell me about Living Forever. We haven't talked about this uh, this topic for a while. Oh, by the way, he mentioned New Hampshire. This show is brought to you by the Free State Project. Liberty-loving people from around the country and around the world are focusing their activism here. They're making the move to New Hampshire. They're getting active when they get here. And we're seeing amazing changes that are happening because of that. And it's just it's really early on right now. It's, uh, it's ground floor. Get on up here and get involved at Free State Project. That's freestateproject.org. Um, so it, the, the, just real quick, this came from uh, Casey Re- Doug Casey's uh, Casey Research, Doug Casey's uh, newsletter that he sends out. Scientists close to curing aging. Now, p- please, I'm no scientist. If I get the name wrong of these things, please forgive me. <laughs> uh, by its name, you probably wouldn't think that TA65 were anything special. It's a, just a chemical compound that activates an enzyme in the human body. But what makes it exciting is the particular enzyme called telomerase that compound act, uh, that the compound activates. You see, telomerase activation is thought to be a keystone of future regenerative medicine and a necessary condition for clinical immortality. Here's some background. At the end of a chromosome, there's this region of repetitive DNA that protects the end of the chromosome from deterioration. This region of repetitive DNA is called a telomere, and it is thought by scientists to be an aging clock of sorts in our bodies. With every cell division, our telomeres gradually shorten. It's this telomere decay, so to speak, that many scientists believe imposes the limit on our lifespans and decline in health as we age. Astounding as it may be, scientists have shown on numerous occasions that you can die before your telomeres end, just so you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) On numerous occasions that human cell 
that does not undergo this telomere decay will divide indefinitely and is effectively immortal. The enzyme, te- um, the enzyme telomere assay not only prevents telomere decay, but it actually lengthens the telomeres. Did you get that? One more time. The telomere assay not only prevents telomere decay, but actually lengthens the telomeres. This enzyme. Got it. Yes. So if these telomeres, in fact, are the things that scientists believe they are, the things that are a body's aging clock, and you can not only stop the aging, but you can move it back. You know, I mean, this is the everything that every You can tonic, be a baby again. Every tonic has ever... And you couldn't be a baby again because of uh, the fact that you've grown. You're not going to shrink. But you okay. could be... Uh, Don't at be the peak, ridiculous, Ian. At the peak of your youth, <laughs> um, you know, say in your mid-20s, early 20s, something like that. And uh, this is... This that is, would be amazing. Well, it would be amazing, right? But this is everything that every tonic has ever, uh, you know, claimed. Yeah. It'll grow hair in a bald head. It'll, it'll give you back the color to your hair. You'll have you'll be rejuvenated you'll you'll uh, you'll run jump and hump just like a young buck again i believe it's telomerase okay telomerase you were close, Mark. Real close. I, uh, you're just taking this guy's <laughs> word for it. Like, like he knows that he thinks I'm he's looking going to at the, the dictionary enunciation up. Okay. Here's what uh, William Andrews, PhD, co-author of a new study on uh, TA65 and president and CEO of Sierra Sciences LLC had to say about the whole thing. This guy's selling you something. Remember, we are on the cusp of curing aging. TA65 is going to go down in history as the first supplement that you can take that doesn't merely <laughs> extend your life a few years by improving your, your health, but actually affects the underlying mechanisms of aging. Better telomerase inducers will be developed in the telomerase. coming years. What? Telomerase. Telomerase? Telomerase. Telomerase Telomerase, uh, will be developed in coming years, but TA65 is the first of a whole new family of That's great. Telomerase activating therapies Uh, that could eventually keep us young and healthy forever. I don't know. If we all become immortal, does that mean we're going to run around with swords trying to cut each other's heads off? There can be only one. <laughs> I think what it'll mean is that we, at some point or another, get loaded, uploaded to the Internet so that you can uh, then experience things that you wouldn't otherwise experience. Who's Imagine, to say, though, that's not what happens when the, the physical body dies? Who's to say that's not what's happened na- now? I mean, who's to yeah. say you're not a, a non-player character oh, in yeah. a simulation? There's no right. way to tell. Right. Call me yeah. extremely skeptical about the idea of uh, staying young and healthy forever. I just don't see that uh, ever being possible. But the discovery of TA-65 and telomerase inducers, did I get that wrong? In in general, (laughs) is a step forward that is a potential medical applications to extend human lifespan and reduce the risk of many common diseases, including Alzheimer's and cancer. If you could extend human lifespan 20 years, that gives you 20 more years for them to 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 get get the next thing. That's how they say it's going to happen. Hey, we're out of time, but it's been fun, and it's been Ian with you. And Sam, I am. And Mark. To Loma Race. We'll see you tomorrow night. Online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. If or when the dollar crashes, an alternate system of trade will be a necessity. Freeworldmarket.com is your free market solution to the economic crisis. Barter with small businesses without using government money. Stretch your buying power in these hard financial times by saving up to 50% on great products and services. Keep money in your community and away from the big banks. Preserve your wealth from hyperinflation and even become a merchant and immediately begin increasing your sales. Visit freeworldmarket.com now.